Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Alex decided, you know, now that we're on video, absolutely, I'll, I'll, I'll Fred. On the show. <laughs> absolutely, you know, we're on TV. The girls are all dressed up. I don't know where you've been for the last few months, but <laughs> no, you know. Okay, I didn't there's, even know she still worked. Here. Also, just there's too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. But bring your own ingredients. Yeah, yeah. what did he look like? Because I saw some people say he looked tall, limited, <laughs> catches a lot of contested <laughs> balls. Yeah, I know you're there. I hear you. Oh, no, he hung up. Jeffrey, I can't hear you. Yeah, you wait for 20 minutes and then you hang up. You, hung you, up on you do you, Jeff. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. She was not happy Saturday no. afternoon. That's a tr- story for a different oh, day. Uh. But I, <laughs> I'll be interested to see, and this is my last take on college football. Yeah, right. but if the Patriots score 30 points. Wow, well, the Eagles' defense is <laughs> No, no, no. This, this is what we're preparing for. Hey. If the Patriots score 30 points, how many do the Eagles I, have? No, I'm just saying, if the Patriots' offense looks good. No, la- e- listen, Fred. Eagles' stop. defense is no good. You're embarrassing yourself. Stop for That's a second. That's well used to be not. Oh, God. This English. These people with their writing this is patriots unfiltered presented by toyota's official website for deals by toyota.com all right welcome to patriots unfiltered it is wednesday wednesday there you go it took me a minute uh it is wednesday here at gillette stadium and of course we're getting ready for the philadelphia eagles 425 tilt here at the stadium the house that tom built and tom will be here it's really exciting. I can't wait. We're excited. And I just, right off the top, I just want to show let people know that, of course, we'll have the show within a show today. And uh, usually we're going to give away T-shirts. But for this show, we are going to give away these uh, exclusive game day posters. It's part of the game day poster series that we're going to start this year. Every home game, we've contracted with a local artist. And they've created a unique poster for that game. And so for the Eagles game, this is it. Each poster is is numbered and signed by the artist. There's only 275 available. And we're going to give away three of them today in the show within a show with the uh, trivia questions. So, Matt, get these out of here before I spill something on them. <laughs> because each, that like is I, where my pizza is going to be. Right. A yeah, like I said, each one is... Numbered and signed, so if you ruin one... Would you sign a grease stain, maybe, if you get a grease stain on there? Yeah. You know, especially from Fred yeah. and Paul. You should sign it with the Tide paint. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do one finger painting, you know, from grease and everything else, and we'll do that. But, he works um, some pepperoni. So that's that's this week's. You can go on Patriots.com, and um, you can see uh, all not all the posters, because we're going to reveal them one at a time, but you can see the artists, who they are. And each one is also going to be available for purchase, uh, but we're going to give away three today. Remember, there's they're unique. Only two seventy five per game, signed and numbered by the artist. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So hang around for the show within a show today, and you could win one of these exclusive posters. And Matt will try to get them to you. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, a little bit better. Uh, than the Just T-shirts. Everybody's gotten their shirts. Yeah, don't no creases, please. Yeah, fold yeah. them up, put them in an envelope. No creases. Just you know, we're, we're aiming for a hundred percent. Right. 
Okay. I think we can we can do that. I think we can strive for the for, All right. For so all that's that's uh the lofty the goals. poster series promotion which um I think is really cool. I'm excited about it. But let's talk football, right? Dun, 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 dun. Absolutely. Uh, it's game week for yeah. yeah. How we doing? Uh first of all, breaking news that we didn't really break it yesterday, but we advanced it and it came true. Jack Jones is a free man. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Boom. Who knew? Who Ran- knew? Random caller to one of my shows. Yeah. Yeah. So who knew you had good that news. Uh, Actually, inconclusive proof all, that he packed his own bag? In all seriousness, I, I want to do this um, in, in with a straight face because I often sort of tease all yeah. our colleagues. Uh, kudos to Chris Mason yeah. from yeah, Mass Live. It. Um, it's so rare around here that us, uh, we, we local patriots, beat writers, et cetera, get any real news and – he uh, he had it first, so yep, he did. I think he did a good job with that. Now, obviously, there was a lot of buzz about it from that call in the morning, but uh, I want I just want to give a little hat yeah, tip to yeah. Chris Mason, but um, for being first. Good news for him, first that I saw um, anyway. You know, he's a free man and free to play football. Speaking of free men, yeah. yeah. Evan Lazar Evan is here. here after his move. I'm not so sure about free man anymore, but yeah. no, no, you're. <laughs> You're hitched. <laughs> yeah. Um, you did your move yesterday. Uh, yeah. You, so much fun. And you're you're emailing while you're. Uh, yeah, I was listening. Yeah. I, I had the, the AirPods in while we were m- moving boxes, and I was like, "Oh, the, the show's on," so I'll just I'll just flip it on and listen to yeah. to the show. No and, grievances. Uh, no grievances. No grievances. Good. No. Yeah. No, I didn't hear. I I didn't listen to the whole show. I listened oh, to about yeah, twenty fine. minutes or oh. so. Okay, so you missed the part where yeah. we're talking about right. you. Just no. take, yeah, just yeah, probably, you down. probably. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I did. Uh, I, I did hear about the third quarterback stuff. That's what I was yeah. texting Deuce about. So. Maybe you can explain it. To well, that's Paul. what I was. Yeah. I, we were all so, lost so in the wilderness. That's what I was really <laughs> calling you for. <laughs> are, are we sure that the 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 wording was changed? Yes. And and was it changed because of us? I don't. I, I can't speak to that. Like yeah. who knows? But I, the the wording was definitely changed uh, from when they passed the rule and whenever that May or whatever the they passed those rules, the owners' meetings, and. Uh, the, the rule has changed. And so the original rule was just that they needed to be on the game day roster, right, for the quarterback to serve as an emergency quarterback or QB2. Now the new rule basically says that all three have to be on the 53-man roster. So the way that the rule was initially written, the Patriots could have elevated Bailey Zappi from the practice squad, made him QB2, and made Matt Corral the emergency quarterback. So therefore, you could dress all three QBs with only two roster spots. But the way that the rule is written now, all three quarterbacks need to be on the 53-man roster. Now, what I want a clarification on, and I, I think I understand it, yes. is that they can still elevate Bailey Zappi from the practice squad, make him QB2, and have Matt Corral inactive, correct? Correct. Yeah. And okay. he can yeah. be the emergency quarterback. No, no he cannot. he cannot. He's on the fifty-three. Yeah, but so they. But Bailey that's Zappi how they has to be rule. on the fifty-three in order to be able to use that. You have oh, to have I, all, okay. Yeah. You have right. to have three I, quarterbacks on the active fifty-three for the you yeah. know, for the week. Okay, you can't elevate the, the, a guy. the part okay. about it that it, not to like it's not that big of a deal. But the, yeah, that's. Uh, but the the part of it that <laughs> that I just think is weird to me is that they they put this rule in back in place right because it was all it's a rule before this for years but they put the rule back in place because of the nfc championship game because the niners got down to christian mccaffrey warming up on the sideline to play quarterback and they wanted to make sure that that never happened again for the integrity of the game 
But the Niners didn't draft, draft, dress three quarterbacks that day. And they, most teams don't carry three quarterbacks on the 53-man roster. So unless you're telling teams, well, ne- like unless teams are going to go out of their way now to carry three quarterbacks, then I just don't see how this rule is ever going to apply. Like, who's ever going to use right. it? The yeah. second part of that, I, I agree with. The first part, the fact that the Niners didn't dress three, like, yeah, the well, they but have, they, but they may on, have they, they may have if they had this. But they didn't have three place. on their roster, right? That's, Most, that's but the second part of it is is absolutely right. Most teams do not carry three quarterbacks on their active roster. Uh, you know, in this day and age, now maybe that will change. Maybe that's changed right now. I haven't seen the updated stats I, I, for the, really, the rosters this if year. If they're really worried about the quality of the game, I don't think it has to do with integrity, but the quality of the game. If you lose two, then why not just make an exception for a quarterback where? You, you get a roster, not a roster exception, but the guy who was on your practice squad as your third quarterback can be available for the game in an emergency. And, but he doesn't have to take up a 53, one of the 53. Yeah, Why not I, I kind of agree with you on that, Why not Fred. Do like that? this stipulation that like, they couldn't elevate Bailey Zappi and just name him the third quarter or whatever. Like, I don't really understand why. Like, it doesn't matter to yeah. me. But – yeah, it's kind of a well, – if you're going to have the rule, why not make it easier for yeah. people to use it? That, well, that's sort of my point, and that's – Fred, that's the way the rule was originally written, was that you would be, essentially get an extra game day roster spot on a quarterback from the practice squad. But now that they close that loophole, I just don't – I'm interested to see week one. Like, I, I don't see what, how many teams are really going to be using this rule I, now. It's almost yeah. useless. I wonder if there's something that they uh, foresee – teams exploiting and that's why they did well, it. I think like, they don't like want a guy like hiding a roster spot well, or yeah. a, like a guy like Malik Cunningham I don't know it's not I, that no no it's, it's hiding I, a roster spot. I think it that they and if if it was a conspiracy against the Patriots because everything is right you know, it is of course. It's, true. it's true if it, if it was a conspiracy, even though it's because of San Francisco but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just go with it if it was a conspiracy against the Patriots the Patriots may have exploited the loophole that they could elevate Bailey Zappi from the Pacta squad, make him the backup, and make Corral the emergency quarterback, and they close that loophole. So now you can no longer do that. So that that's the the catch here, and yeah. the way the rule was originally written was different from what the rule is now. Yeah, yeah, I just don't see the difference. Like I understand, like specifically, he's inactive as opposed to the the emergency quarterback. I understand the differences. I just don't. Like that to me is not really that's six that's six one half dozen the other to me it's the same thing yeah now the other part um i i, I just my guess is the league doesn't want teams using okay we're going to let you have this emergency quarterback on on the game day active roster we're going to give you an extra guy but you can't also hide a roster spot doing it mm. like you need to have that extra guy be one of your 53 regular roster spots so now we're letting you steal a roster spot and a game day spot that's probably why they're they're stepping in but the the Malik Cunningham thing to me you still can't have that like I think it's a it's an enormous risk to go into a game let's just say Sunday and say Malik Cunningham's going to be active in this game and we're going to use Matt Corral as the emergency quarterback right let's say Malik Cunningham was on the active roster you could do it I don't think Bill would do that because now if something happens to Mac Jones, he has to play Malik Cunningham. Right. And I don't think he wants to do that. Certainly not based on his answer this morning. That that (laughs) That was was a good one. 
that was like the the real conspiracy theory loophole right. that people were talking about was that oh like they'll make Malik Cunningham the backup and then he'll plays in the yeah. wildcat package and oh I stubbed a toe so now Matt Corral can come into the game something like that would happen as and I always said from he'd the have beginning, to fake an injury yes <laughs> and I always said from the beginning if well Matt and he would have to be hurt right no, but like, Matt gets hurt just, and then you right, have Malik right. Cunningham fake an injury right, right. right and I said from the beginning that if that if they even broached that. The the level of oh. uh you know we saw what happened with Deflategate this would be the oh. go to the Supreme Court now <laughs> the Patriots well Deflategate I think was absurd <laughs> I would be on board with whatever the league did if someone got caught faking an injury in a situation like that yeah pre like preemptive like they they premeditated oh, oh yeah <laughs> like, like that's yeah. your that's, that's your, the call your oh plan, my arm they got a signal yeah. your plan going in is to use this guy as a wide receiver slash guy wildcat yes, quarterback right, right, right. and then oh man yeah. the order 66 gets there all right order 66 the, the yeah. starter just got hurt and it's the middle of the second quarter oh man <laughs> hey listen Rudy Stein, take one in the back make it Go look down. good make it late only Go no i don't stay want to down. It, it hurt it hurt now that yeah. you your know, ass that, goes down, you know the Rudy, no, I, I would say, yeah. Rudy Stein, you're, cool. you're with me, right? Uh, oh man! Just, just to be clear, though, they they, they, they oh, did close uh, any Malik Cunningham loopholes as well. So the, the, what's the, the Malik Cunningham? So now the rule, there was a clarification to the rule as well as the re- written rule that said essentially like a Taysom Hill, Malik Cunningham type of player, it does not count as a quarterback in the eyes of the league. Like, that would not... Can't be the emergency quarterback. Correct. Yeah. It has yeah. to be a yeah. real quarterback. And it can't be QB2 either. It doesn't run like, too much. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of funny. It has to be a real quarterback. It can't be any of this this gimmicky stuff. Taysom Hill, I'd be kind okay. of like... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know they want him in the mix, so it's not really That one issue, I think but... you could you could fight. Like, I think Taysom Hill could be the saints backup court is he still on the saints yes. saints backup quarterback as as i mean i think he's played enough quarterback um all right so we got a practice today yeah uh you just came from out. some press yeah. conferences yes. hunter henry yes. and, and, and Ramondre. Any, anything to report i think the bill one is worth talking about the bill morning. one was decent i i thought well i mean after he gushed for 10 minutes about the eagles which i honestly everything he yeah. said was pretty valid like i i, I don't think that there was well, any in this case you're t- talking about a g- team that just it's not went like to the super Bowl. it's not like yeah. the 0-4 pre-cleveland browns right. uh, press yeah press. I, they I, could right. score from anywhere yeah. on the field I except for thought, actually uh, on the field <laughs> i thought it was you know i never really thought about the eagles longevity yeah. until he brought it up but going from reed i know they had the chip kelly years but going from reed to peterson to sirianni and mcnab to the Wentz Foles era, yeah. and then now to Jalen Hurts, like they've really been good for like twenty five years. Well, like think, this is not really just a unique. I, I, to now. I think one yeah. of the underrated owners uh, in the league is is Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah, and he's he done a really Howie good Roseman job as well. with the, yeah as his GM. Yeah, he's done. They've done a really good job with that team, keeping it relevant and competitive for a long stretch now. Did that strike you as weird that he brought up Howie Roseman? I just I don't remember him bringing up like a personnel guy who has built the team and, and kind of crediting him in one of these press it, conferences. It did, but uh, I, what I think is interesting is how much respect he has for Howie Roseman, but Howie Roseman does it completely differently than how the Patriots do it. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's that was interesting, you know, to just hear – it, him praising somebody it's like almost like tom brady praising a mobile quarterback right like it's like you know we do it very differently but we both get get results sort of thing i i, I don't know i mean howie roseman is a totally different type of gm than bill belichick is i wonder so. if he has a relationship with roseman because mm. you're right I, you know i'm thinking some of the guys over the years that he he hasn't talked like that about now 
you do hear it um, not as much anymore, but with Baltimore, with, yeah. with Ozzy, right? right? Yep. Now, you know, we love Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great connection with him from yeah. way back in Cleveland and everything else. So um, I, I just want, you know, like you would never really hear him talk about Bill Polian right. as an example because I don't think that they get along very well those two that's just what struck me was you know evan's point they go about it so different and you know bill went out of his way to kind of highlight how they do it which you know wow. just fred do you different. know do, does mike and evan know um how you refer to bill polian bill polian <laughs> polian because he's always lying <laughs> it's not a great phrase <laughs> were you there when uh, the patriots time is over i was one of oh, those oh yeah, yeah. We oh, yeah. yeah we were there for that <laughs> running down the hallway the page it's the it was it's embarrassing the colts it time was. it's the colts time which, which one was that which one that was, was that? 06. 06. yeah yeah. After they there was also cheated to win, yeah, oh. gave us the oh. flu. Oh, they gave the everybody the flu. The when did what they? Yeah, they gave us the, the flu. The whole they, got the flu. They they they, they, gave us, they gave us the, the flu. The sound, the heat, yeah, the flu. everything. There was also the time. I think it was the same regular season. Poisoned it may us. have been the year before. Um, Indy beat the Patriots Here. in Foxborough yeah. regular season. Both those years, back to back years. Oh yep. five and oh six. Yep. What was the year that Flutie was on the team? Yeah, probably oh five. Oh, whatever, whatever year that was, Flutie was mopping up at the end of the game. It's <laughs> banging on the. Well, he, was, he was up in the press box. He's so. running around. Like, break his and, leg. And, and they couldn't. Yeah. And he break literally in the press box said, "Break his leg." Like that guy make this stuff wow. up. Wow. Yeah. He had a real. He, he was a real. Yeah. yeah. He was a little specifically unhinged. to the Patriots or generally. Oh, I no, think just, specifically yeah. to the Patriots yeah. at that point. Oh, he, he hated us. Their, he hated us. He used to call us the Patriots too. The Patriots. He couldn't pronounce our name, so I said, "Okay, if you can't pronounce our name, I'm not going to be able to pronounce your name. You're Palian from now on." So there, you know? take that. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. I'm sure he cares. Now, those yeah. are truly great moments in right. PFW history. Okay. I know. Well, it's it's funny because we, I mean, we get some little tidbits in the press box of either, you know, John Robinson sitting in front of us during the playoff Fred game. Fred asking that was him, fascinating. Uh, and you are? Fred. <laughs> and who do you work for? And, uh, you are, are you supposed to be here? Uh, <laughs> watching Crow and Elliot Wolf kind of just like. you know that like, one, Ev? Chew through he asked pens. John Robinson. Where, I think who we he were, was. I forget. I think we might have been oh. in Buffalo. Yeah. And uh, I get to the press box, and you know how it yeah. is. It's, yeah. Everyone always sits generally the same place, and all of a sudden there's this guy in a chair next to me. I'd never seen him before, and so I'm like, "Hi, uh, are you supposed to be sitting here?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm John Robinson." You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did who you go? You? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. And, and, Eric Scalavino, and, nice to meet you. And who is that? <laughs> What do you do? You don't know who I yeah. am. But it's yeah. Eric. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that was, weird that was like, um, do you remember the, uh, on uh, on my station way back when John Henry just showed up at 98.5 and went on with oh, Felger and Mass? Yeah. He yeah. just, he walked in. So when he got, they used to have a receptionist who was just like, it was a whole building. They had a lot of different radio stations and whatever. He knew nothing about sports. And John Henry came in and just walked in. And he goes, can I help you? And he goes, I'm John Henry. And he goes, uh, and? <laughs> <laughs> to what is it pertaining? Yeah, right, right, right. Have a John, John Henry. Uh, John, Hen- Henry. <laughs> John Henry, what's your last name, John Aquel. Henry? Aquel. Aquel. <laughs> oh, it's Axel, man. No, it's just John Henry. That's, that's oh, name. God. 855-PASS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com. So how we uh, fit? So. Bill was interesting this morning. I, I think he was in a pretty good mood. He even yeah. said, you know, he thinks that, you know, they've made good progress. There's a lot to do yet, of course. Uh, you know, with it being Wednesday, this is when, you know, the players get their game plan for their upcoming opponent. Um, and, you know, they start to implement it out on the field, on the practice field. Uh, but he he seemed in a pretty good mood, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, it was, I think, you know, Evan referred earlier to talking, Doug Hyde, I think, asked him about, you know, using Malik Cunningham for read option preparation against Jalen Hurts. And, you know, it's just, it was funny because I think we've all been saying that all year. And, and I, I think it makes sense to a certain degree. But Bill was kind of like, you know, it's tough comparing a practice squad player to the guy who finished like second in MVP. Right. Po- you know, we kind of put it down a little bit. That's the beauty yeah, of Bill. Yeah. It yeah. really is in a nutshell the beauty of Bill because we all know that's not the question. The question is, does it help having a mobile quarterback sort of emulate some of the things that Jalen Hurts does? Nobody would suggest Malik Cunningham, same, same (laughs) with Jalen Hurts. And he takes that as an opportunity, and he knows that, but he takes it as an opportunity. I can spend now the next five minutes with a filibuster on on. just how great Jalen Hurts is. Yeah, and I I found myself, though, questioning a little bit of just, you know, like what is the real benefit to actually having Malik Cunningham, a player who did it? You know, is he – is it just a smoother operation when he's trying to do read options, pull it back, you know, that kind of stuff? Like, is he just, you know what I mean? Like, what is the advantage? Because like, would you rather have like, would could, you rather have Malik Cunningham do it or or Lynn Bowden? Yeah, right. Or Malcolm right. Perry? Does it make does it really you make know? a difference? I I think so. Yeah, I uh, mean, I I can't tell you for sure. I'm no football expert. I'm not out on the practice field, but I would think a guy a s- who spent five years doing it in the ACC, yeah, is better than a guy who. Kind of played wide receiver, you know, was an athlete uh, at Navy. Yeah. I also think that if they get into the scout team periods and they're not actually tipping their hand at what the plays are, that there is an advantage of, like, he could actually throw it. Like, it's not Lynn yeah, Bowden. That's, that's my, that's you my know, point. Like, the, right. like, he could really throw it. Yeah. And, uh, and that, you know, could be a problem. But I, I – my whole thing with with the whole Jalen Hurts thing, and this is my this is my 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 big opinion of the week. This oh, is I'm it's, really it's not in development. It's really it's fully not in take development. This is fully big take. Baked. All right, let's let, is, let's hear it. It's time for Bill Belichick to show us something against mobile quarterbacks. I like agree. I, I I'm kind of he drafted three guys in, in the top of the draft that all should help in this scenario. Christian Gonzalez should be able to take a guy one on one on the outside. Keon White, we saw in the preseason him chasing down C.J. Stroud and his athleticism. We know how athletic Marty Mapu is. You have the horses now. You have all these versatile safeties and these guys like Jabril Peppers and Adrian Phillips and Duggar who can hit and tackle and run and do all those different things. I need to see something. Like, yeah. show me what do you got. You had all offseason to prepare for this matchup. You've known you've been playing the Eagles for uh, how many months now. Show me something. Like, it's, it's come right out on, with something. It's right on the same point I kind of brought up yesterday of, you know, this is greatest coach of all time. These kind of offenses have given real problems. Yeah. And like you said, you've had all offseason to prepare for it. I mean, I still think, and I think we're all kind of landing on a similar place of that even if they play excellent it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough game like they're going to make plays there nothing's going to be easy you're never going to shut them down for four quarters they're going to make some plays and you know i think that's if the patriots are going to win this game i think they have to be mentally prepared for the ups and downs and you know if if they can fight through falling behind early you know like i don't think any of us think that that's ideal uh not to spoil paul's key to the game but i think he was you know dead on it's it's every down and it's it starts with those first down performances and, and, and getting them as Evan as as you know can continue to hammer getting them off schedule which both just sides. seems like a huge I think task. first down is huge in it's, this game. It's a great one on both it's sides great, of the ball. Great observation. I yeah. just think you'd need to schematically, personnel wise, ha- you know whether whether it's different packages, whether it's something creative that they haven't done before. They they have to show me that they're they're doing something different like and they're really trying to make an effort out of being able to stop these guys because at this point 
you face them almost every week. Like you're, you're going to go through this schedule and it, there's a lot of mobile quarterbacks. There's a lot of offenses that are running RPO now and all these different college uh, style schemes that have trickled up. And you have to prove that you can stop it because if Jalen Hurts beats them going five wide and bombs away down the sideline to AJ Brown, then so be it. Like tip your cap and say, good job on you. But if he beats them because they can't stop RPO on first down, that's going to be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing I can I can think of that's coming together in my head of just not giving up those deep shots. I mean, I think that that's a that's a non-starter. If you're going to give up deep shots to those two guys, I mean, it's it's going to be game over. But you know, is there a place where? And not to say that I think that Jalen Hurts stinks when he's in the pocket, but is there a way to get him off a of Goddard, to get him off a of Brown and Smith, and to make him go to the other, you know, the slot receivers that nobody's talking about? Zach Pascal. Those kind of, yeah, Quez, like, like, like Quez Watkins. Yeah, like thing? get yeah. him to go to those guys, Something like make that. him process, yeah, you know, make him try to decipher the Patriots defense. Mm-hmm. I think we all, you know, know they're going to spin the dial and have different stuff from down to down. So, you know, can you, I, I hate the mush rush though, because. He's gonna kill you if you just sit back, especially in the RPO stuff where they have no, no, you know, no question of being able to do whatever they want those first three seconds of the snap because you're not gonna get any penetration. Yeah. I also think it's it was tough to, walking. Yeah. I also think it's it's three guys, taking three guys out is hard. Like I think if you had like AJ Brown yeah, in right. a tight end, you could you could say, all right, we're gonna make sure you don't use AJ Brown. Yeah. But they have three different guys. I think that they'd be more than happy if they led the led the team in oh, yeah. receptions and, and yards on. On Sunday, you know, I, I don't think they'd have any problems if you held Smith and Brown relatively in check, and so, Goddard had, you know, yeah, so seven for no, ninety right. and two touchdowns. So, yeah. so every every quarterback has their kryptonite, you know. Even Brady, like you know, the if you can rush him up the middle, don't allow him to step up, you know. Even he had yeah, get him issues, off kilter early. You know? So, what yeah. would we say is Jalen Hurts? Kryptonite. What is his weakness? I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't really, I couldn't tell you exactly, but I think it's along the lines of what I said earlier. You know, just making him not go to his favorite guys. But even then, it's, but it's all, so easy for him yeah. to tuck let's, it and let's run. Let's make for him have to throw yards. the ball outside. I've seen a lot yeah. of stuff about both Mac and Hertz. You know, they're much better when they're throwing between the numbers. You know, make him do something different. See if you can confuse him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, on one hand, every quarterback is worse under pressure, but his numbers under pressure are take a hit uh, across the board but i would also say i'm still not entirely convinced that he's like a traditional drop back passer so if you can turn no. this game into third and eight i i think that you're gonna win some rounds doing that. easier said yeah. than done but that, yeah. and that's the whole thing like that's that, how that offense is designed not to have those right third and, and that's that's the whole game to me is can you get them into longer down and distances where all their bells and whistles, the option plays, the play action, the, they use a ton of motion. Like, they're a college offense. They don't run a whole lot of, like, traditional drop back, you know, what you'd call pro-style scheme type of stuff. If you can get them out of that and just force Hurts to beat you in the pocket as a drop back passer, making full field progressions on third and nine, I think you have a chance. Yeah, but then that's what worries me is is what kind of rush is there? Are you able to get him? Are you able to finish him off? I, I mean, nothing drives me more nuts in football than third and eight. Everybody's covered, and then he just tucks it, you know, and he's got it, and that's him. Like that's he, he can easily do that one. Do you can a Marty Mapu run with him? You know, can a Marty Mapu keep the angle on him and have leverage and be able to cut him off before he gets the first down? Like, is that something they're thinking of, or you know, we still still kind of looking at Mac Wilson in that role? Like, you know, those are the those are the questions I have. Third and third, if they can get him into third and long, how do they how do they get off the field? You got to yeah. get yeah, to him. Yeah, he, he's him. not uh, much of a 
of a scrambler. He 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 does the playground stuff. He he'll do that like improvising yeah. in the second reaction, but it's not so much scrambles with him as it is more designed quarterback run. But I I think Mapu is the guy to me that if you can use him as a spy, because the, what I hate the most about when they play mobile quarterbacks is the mush rush. Like I understand the philosophy of it, but I think at the end of the day, you're just allowing the guy to sit back there and throw the ball. Yeah. Like it's seven on seven. Yeah. And I, I just don't see how that's really helpful for anybody, especially nowadays when they, all they do is play seven on seven. So it's like, you know, Justin feels like you want me to play like this. Fine. Like I can yeah. play like it's, this. It's almost all like you have to like, you know, uh, be heavy on one side to force him to go to a certain way and then have a trap for him. Yeah. You know what speed I mean? Waiting for him on the yeah. other side of you it. Know, like, They've done that before yeah. and I wish they did it more. So like you obviously you want to force him against his arm side so he's a righty. So if you can force him left and then you make him throw across his body to try to get the ball down the field, that's like the most effective way. But I, I just think they have to tee off on him and, yeah. and use Marty yeah. Mapu or somebody if they don't trust Mapu yet, somebody more experienced. So big game him. for Uche? Or... or does it have to be a big game for Uche if you're going to win? I I mean I don't know I, I I just I look more at I said it yesterday Barmore at Kuale, maybe Keon White like the interior guys you know maybe test their their new guard that they have but in you there, know Keon you know. White even in college he wasn't a big sack guy you know no no I know and but I think you know on an interior pass rush yeah. you know, third down those kind of he, things he I can just, he can push the pocket I just don't know. have a lot of a lot of faith in Josh Uche against two monstrous tackles. You know, I mean, maybe he can get around them with speed. I don't, but he's not going to get through them. Yeah, I mean, if you're you know. forcing them, well, like like Evan, like they used to do that with Josh Allen. They've still done it. They try to force Josh Allen to roll left. Yep. He's not as effective. I mean, very few guys are, other than Mahomes, who can do anything. But um, you know, if does that mean you're 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 trying to force him front side to go into where Judon usually is? Yep. I, I'm like. To me, the, the key is, like, I have reasonable amount of faith that there'll be players in position to make plays. Can you make enough plays? Like, last year, you know, you have Josh Allen dead to rights on the sideline, and you can't make a play. Yep. You can't, you, you can't get him out of bounds or on the ground, and you can't cover a guy in the end zone. Like, I, I don't think there was anything wrong with whatever Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo dialed up on that particular play. But it ends up being finish. the touchdown. Yeah, you know? and that's the theme coming can with they, them. Can they do that? Can yeah. they finish enough times to to keep them off, yeah. off schedule? But I think to your point, it's just like a gauntlet to even just get to third down. You know, like like even to get them in that third and long is, is enough of a challenge, and, and then it's even more well, getting you, them off the and field. you got to have those disruptive plays. you got to tackles for loss and things like that's that. That's why you I'm know? with Evan. Like, go get them. Yeah. I, I'd lo- I, I don't want to see – Godshot guy wise, you know, three four mush rush two gap, no pressure. He sits back there. He does what he wants. So you're you're saying the Patriots gonna have to take some chances? I I, I yep. think so. I just I think it's and you know again I don't I hate spoiling keys, but I'm like just let it rip. Like go out there and play like you have nothing to lose against this team. We have very different you know. audiences today and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I feel like this is over. just such a it's a heavyweight fight, and you're the underdog. So the only way that you're going to get them off the field on defense is, is is to throw some haymakers, right? And maybe it might burn you. Like you might yeah. you might like run like a a blitz or a scrape exchange up front, and Jalen Hurts might get the edge one time and go for a 25 yard gain. But if you can get them down on the ground three times and only one time give up the 25 yard gain, then that's how you're going to have to play this game. If you just sit back and try to read and react to all their different things, that's what they want you to do. Cause they mess with your eyes and they have motion over here and they have the option going on over there. And that's how you get 
to chasing the chicken, and you don't want that. I like chasing the chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like another Rocky II. We're, we're keeping a theme here. Yeah. Uh, Watched a little of five the other day. <laughs> oh, oh, oh sorry why? for your loss. Oof, oof. Uh, I was just going to say, though, Paul, you know, going back to Goddard, like I just like they can't lose to Goddard. Like you've got seventy-five tight ends on the roster, or safeties on the roster. You know that you can spin the dial. That you should have somebody that can come in Which this first game of like, like in that. I matchup. don't know. Okay, well, I don't so, know. Like that's the I thing. I know. I know. And that's exactly the point I was getting at. Was like, you know, hey, we want to give Kyle Duggar that next big contract extension. Here's a challenge right out of the gate for somebody like. I mean, he's probably my 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 initial choice just because of his size. Um, it's hard to Mills put. On him. I, I would put Mills because I think he's a better cover guy yeah. too. But I, I don't like it's the matchup. I don't like the matchup of their safeties on tight ends on good so tight funny. ends. I yeah. would put Kyle Duggar in the middle of the field, allowing him to rove, let him roam and, and follow the football, get into the passing lanes, things like that. Play whatever you want up top because they're not going to they're not going to test the post safety anyways. And then put Jalen Mills on Goddard. And I do think the Patriots also have an advantage in that regard. I don't think the Eagles' tight end, uh, safeties are going to be great matchups for Gasicki mm-hmm. and, and Henry. I yeah. think those are – they're young guys. You know, in Blankenship's case, he played like five – he started like five games last year as an undrafted rookie. That's a big jump. Now, like, you kind of were a good story as a rookie. You know, you make the make the team, you get some playing time. Now you're the man. Yeah. You know, Maybe Mapu. Yeah. I mean, not right out of the gate on Goddard, but but maybe that's like I mean I just I like a lot what I saw from Mills this year in, in spring and in summer and stuff, but like I don't know. I, I think like he's still kind of my ideal choice on the back end. Like I don't, I don't know. I get I just that's for me. I think you got to protect against those deep balls against those guys, and I'm sure that there's going to be some shots coming against Christian Gonzalez, and I'm just curious how they match up too on the outside with those two guys. Do they? You know, follow them. Do I they match know. up with them? I, I, do they play I, sides? I, I was thinking about it since Monday. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, Evans probably right. I, I was looking at those two guys on the outside. Like, I think you got to double them both. And I know that that sort of leaves you thin. But I don't know if you can ask Christian Gonzalez to take one of those guys by himself. Either one. Not a, not down to down. I don't like the physicality of Brown, and the speed and, and quickness of, yeah. of Smith. I well, just yeah yeah I don't. I, don't know, I was just gonna say I don't think the experience is there to say like it might have been in the past when you had say you know Gilmore and JC yeah. Jackson and you if said, it was you know Gilmore what? I would say he's my best I'm gonna put him yeah, against well, Brown and I'm gonna take my lumps if I have to but I like that matchup I don't know if you can ask yeah and, and, and at least in that like they, they'll get a beat on it you know like when you just know like hey they're they're matching guys now it's this is what it is like I think even if they do that from some downs they've got to disguise it they can't let him know when it's going to be Gonzalez one on one on the outside with AJ Brown going down the field you know like they yeah. have to Although, they have yeah. to disguise things and, and and muddle it up a little bit for yeah. him do you think I'm, we'll see Jack Jones yes starting uh, or like ish like one of the three corners significant Jack, snaps Jack Jones Jonathan Jones Christian Gonzalez the top three corners I don't think this is the game for Jack Jones okay just so in he, general so our bets off I don't think it's the game for Jack Jones. <laughs> the wedding is off. Because you got to be able to tackle in this game and you got to be disciplined in this game because they're going to mess with you. Like they, they're going to show you window dressing all game long. It's going to be motion over here. You think we're hitting over there, but actually we're doing this. And they have complementary plays. Like they run a lot of slant flat, but then they'll run a sluggo all of a sudden. And if you think it's slant flat and you jump that slant, it's a 40 yard touchdown over your head. So who's the third guy? Assuming I wonder Gonzalez if they and Jonathan just, I wonder if they go three safety. All safety? Yeah. Yeah. I put Gonzalez and Jonathan Jones out there with the three safety. I safeties. forget what our bet was. <laughs> Lunch. Yeah, on but for what exactly? 
I don't know. It was. I think you thought he was going to start. I don't. I mean, I, I still think, think he's going to play. And when I say start, I don't mean yeah. like the first play of the game. I mean, I know. I, like when they have three corners, he's one of the three corners. I yeah. think that that's possible. I think he I plays twenty. I think he's plays twenty twenty five snaps. How many times are they in third down? That's a good point. Mm. That like third in in passing. Like not, I would rather not. have Jonathan Jones in the slot with Jack Jones and Gonzalez outside, and Mike didn't. I think that was sort well, of. Well, I was genesis. leaning more towards what I think the safeties. You know, worrying about yeah. Goddard and yeah, not. You, you know, listen, like. There's a reason. Like, here's the other thing about the whole Jack Jones stuff that we haven't. No one's really talked about. Like, his like extensive playing time in the preseason. Could they have been evaluating him? Mm. Like, okay, so here's a guy that we've we've, we've put a lot. We've gone like out of our way to hold on to him, right? I mean, even the um, scary lawyer said that. Like, <laughs> we want to thank the Patriots. Yeah. Um, you know, for for. Yeah. Go, I, I, I want to say something it. about uh, he almost lost his job. Right. So yeah. I think that I think she used the phrase he almost lost his job. So they've gone out of their way. Is Bill maybe looking at it? It's like how worth it is this kid that we've put ourselves in a position where we look bad now? Yeah. I mean, I would and maybe just, that's why he played so much. I, in I the mean, preseason? I, I would just say I thought he looked excellent in Green Bay. Um you know, in the joint practices, I thought one of the second day was one of his best days I've seen. But he looked terrible in the last preseason game. So I don't, I don't know think what that he played means. well in any of the games. You know, I don't. Yeah, I, I now that I thought the, means less to me than practice. That last preseason I, I game looked as bad as I think I've ever seen him play. So I, I just that, like I don't know what it is. Like, it, it, was he pissed that he was playing? Was he, you know, those kind of like it just. And he admitted, um, Evan and I were in a, on the second one when about battling focus problems. Now maybe. That's a big thing that he no longer has to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Maybe it's a weight maybe off his shoulders. Maybe he's cleared yeah, right. you know, in his head now. Yeah. Or, or even he was thinking what you're thinking. He didn't realize he was going to be playing the whole game in the third preseason game, and as it snowballed on him and he was playing bad and he was getting frustrated. I mean, you know, I, I forget what – I heard Felger and Maz a little bit yesterday on it. I, I forget. I think they were said, like, he runs hot. You know, like I think he's well, an he emotional – He definitely runs He's hot. an emotional kid. Yeah, we saw and, him leave practice. Right? You know, yeah. And I don't know if I've ever seen that. Like, we, yeah, someone asked me if I have ever seen anything like that. I've seen the coaches ask guys to leave all the time. It happens every single year. I don't know if I've ever seen – if that's what happened. I don't know if I've ever seen a player just decide to leave on his own. Yeah, he's he's kind of a loose. And that's what have a you ever lot of seen one come said. back? Like, I mean, if it wasn't an injury, like going in to get something taped or something. Which leads – that's what led everybody to believe that he wasn't asked to leave. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little he bit of a teapot. Yeah. And I, mean, I, and, I mean, it's it's tough at that position because that's – we all know that position. You, you got a you short gotta memory, short right? Like, you know, and – You got to let it go. I, I, he's just too undisciplined to me for this game. I'm just – I would be really concerned about them playing my uh, games That's an interesting him. point. But I, I, I'm not nearly as concerned, I don't think, with the passing game as, as maybe you guys are. Um, of the I'm Eagles. concerned with everything. You so, know me. So I know that we we don't get to see much of practice anymore. Uh, but – is there anything to be gleaned out of what you're going to be able to see today? I mean, we're not even we're not even going to know who the starting no. offensive line is. We, we do get that like sometimes we get that very first period where they're running, yeah. uh, you know, doing kind of walkthrough ish type of stuff, but they don't really like us reporting on what we see in terms of combinations and right. things like that. So 
I, I don't know. I mean, we might have an inkling. Yeah. Can tell you that. Baghdad, and then Bob. there'll be uh, <laughs> open locker room today at like five or something like that. Five. We'll yeah. get we'll get Mac this afternoon. Uh, a couple other guys before locker room, and then yeah, it'll be Mac is going to the podium before locker room. Yeah, I think so after, after practice. practice so before that's a new thing. Little after three, where they send the guys to podium before locker room, and then they have the open locker. Yeah, well, it gives us a little extra time. It's, it's partly because of the construction. Yeah. Oh, is you that right? Get, you can't get because you can't get. From here to there, that yeah. makes sense. Like the the new media workroom is not conducive to get into the locker room. At that the same makes time. sense. Yeah, can't go back and forth. Anymore. Where will the new media workroom be when it's? I don't ready? think they know yet. Yeah, no, because this is a problem that we could possibly have it's going on the forward. No mind because <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it could be the same thing if it's not close to the locker room. Be right. a tent outside. <laughs> yeah. Tent, podium tent. Pool's good for you. Pool, pond. Pond. Pond's good for pond, you. Pond, pond be fine. All is right. the construction done out there? Can we use the blue gate? We're not supposed to talk not about yet. it. Not yet. No? Uh, Ace Ticket Hotline is 855-PATS-500. Uh, let's get people involved here. We'll go to John in Louisiana. What's up, John? Hey, can y'all hear me good? Yep. Yeah. All right, question. Uh, I kind of agree with y'all what y'all said yesterday about Mac needs to take the team over the top. But a lot of people are saying, you know, he doesn't have the weapons, but I look at a team like Jacksonville last year that had Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones Jr., Jamal Agnew, but Evan Ingram. And I'm looking at our team saying our team is just as good as that team last year. So why not Mac? Why Mac can't take that jump this year with those weapons? You know what I mean? He can. And I think I think he does. The weapons are good enough. Now, they're not great, but they're good enough. And somebody made you know the point, if you put Mahomes on this team, they'd be fine. Yeah. They'd be great. Right. You know? That's not fair. Or, no, it's I mean, not or, fair, but I'm just or saying Tom that. Or Joe Montana. I mean, yes, if you had an elite quarterback, uh, you have enough talent but, but to, there's to, enough, there's, to lift. I think, I think the, the weapons on this team are good enough. If you're a good quarterback, you can yeah. you can win with I, these guys. I would, I would, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going to defend Mac. Um, the, the one part, the, the Jacksonville comp, First, I would say okay, I, I, I think going on over there. I think like Christian Kirk thanks, and Evan John. Ingram are better players than the Patriots have, better mm -hmm. weapons. Mm -hmm. um, but I would also say, um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Jags—they had a good year. How'd they do? Nine and eight. Something like like that. you went eight and nine. Yeah. They went nine and eight in a terrible division. So, I I agree they're on the rise. I I think that Trevor Lawrence is sort of starting to get it. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think he'll be. I'm not trying to be like argumentative. I, I I see the ability that everybody else does. Yeah. But I think Mac Jones is perfectly capable of being nine and eight last year instead of eight and nine. I think they easily could have won another game. Mm -hmm. You know. So I I've been critical of Mac, but I want to be fair about that too. Yeah, I know. But again, just the eyeball test. You saw Trevor Lawrence come on last year. Yeah. You know, he did I things. I think they did he, things he, coming he, from behind. He yeah. did yeah. things. He did, he did things game. last year yeah. that Mac hasn't done yet. Correct. Yep. Fourth yep. quarter comebacks. Yeah. Uh, overtime performances. Down like three scores to Up Dallas in it. a game. Right. Um, yeah, I, I have. I have seen that, and I haven't really seen it from Mac. So, I, I, but I'm just trying to be fair. I, like, I don't think. First of all, I think Jacksonville has better weapons than the Patriots, and second, I, I don't think that Jacksonville's really achieved so much to say like, well. You know, Mac couldn't do that. I, think, I, make, I think Mac could. Jacksonville and the Chargers are on my radar as the most overhyped teams in the NFL right now. And it's yeah, a lot of people don't think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs, which I don't get. But yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I I agree with everything that you all said about Trevor Lawrence. Like that guy can obviously play and has done things that Mac hasn't done. But to the caller, I just why like why are we? We're getting mad at Mac for things that he hasn't done yet. Like let's see how he plays. Like right. you know now. 
it's on the line this year. I think all of us are in agreement that yeah. I I made plenty of excuses for him last year, and I'm not. You gonna might do that. not be doing it this year, but they will be made. And you all are, can hold me accountable if I start going down excuse highway again with yeah. Mac. Then you know this is this is it. Like at this point, he needs to be he needs to show us that he is a franchise quarterback like that, whether it's okay. Like now it's good enough that, Oh, if we get a number one receiver in here next year, we get his Stefan Diggs, And then we really hit the ground running in year four, but we need to know after this season, whether or not Mac yeah. is the future. I mean, the question you asked after the season, are you willing to pay this guy $30 million a year or more? Forty. Oh, say, yeah, yeah. or more. Get, you ain't getting them for thirty million. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or whatever. They it wouldn't is. give Brady that. You know, it's always like the thing. Like you know, you talk about it with other sports at the trade deadline. Like, do you want to invest in this team? And for me, it's do you want to invest in Mac Jones right. being your quarterback, whether it's him personally with the contract, or do they go into next offseason and say, well, the quarterback took a really big step. Now we really feel like we're a player or two away on offense from being a really good offense, and they do go out there and they spend the extra money on that. On would the be pieces. best case scenario. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to Donnie in Pittsburgh. What's up, Donnie? Donnie. Hey, guys, thanks for taking the call. Sure. Uh, so just wanted to speak sort of on Jack Jones as this thing wrapped up. Uh, very relieved that he's going to be available to play. Um, and, you know, just speaking on the whole situation and um, the uncertainty that was out there, uh, this has happened 27 times over here in Pittsburgh at our airport this year. Um, so I don't think it's that uncommon, and, you know, a lot of the time – um, you know, there's not a big fine or a big criminal penalty. So just happy to see him back on the field and glad that we're done talking about it. Um, and on the football side of things, I'm really excited about the D-line group and the wide receiver group. I think the depth is being understated, and it's going to create a lot of bad matchups for the opponents. Okay. The, I hope you're right. The depth of the wide receiver group? I think they have depth. They yeah. might not have a dude, but they have depth. But but know. if it's if it's decent depth, I think then a sixth round rookie might if, be your third it, receiver Sunday. If you know, it may not be top shelf depth, but if it's good depth and Mac can spread the ball around and can find that open guy, yeah, we're in business. Yeah, and that's I mean, Tevin's point. It's you know, you hired an Alabama offensive coordinator, somebody who's. I mean, it's like what other fit would there be like other than Bill O'Brien for Mac to come? You know, to come in here and and right the wrongs of last year. So hopefully he's able to. You know, spin the dial and get guys in position to be successful. And Max in the you know has control of the offense too. I mean, I think that's something that was improved this year. He just looked more comfortable at the line of scrimmage. You know, he looked yeah. like he was back in control of you know what was going on, what he was seeing on the defense, what he needed to do to adjust. And now, you know, now he's got to do it against a real good defense that yeah, you know, doesn't really need to spin the dial. They can just come get you. And I mean, I liked. I think I, Max said on the radio yesterday, like. You know, we bo- we all understand that they got a bunch of monsters over there that are you know that are coming. So I mean, they're well aware of what they're up against. So let's say the Patriots, you know, lose the toss and they're on offense first, right? Because I'm, Philly will probably defer. What's your script? What's your what's your first, you know, handful of plays for RPO the Patriots? quick slant. Yeah. <laughs> RPO, Just, RPO again. I'm looking for seven. I'm looking for seven plus yards on first down. Another RPO. 22 personnel, Ramondre right up the beak. <laughs> that's what Bill wants. That's what I'm afraid of. I know. <laughs> but, you know, right off the bat, do you get Kasicki in there to, like, get him? Okay. You know, you got to pay attention to this guy. Why him? Well, just because he he's new. Get him into the game right away. Give him – make Philly think about him right away. You know? I mean, 
I think for me, it's, there's an element of pace that I would like to see involved in the first game of the season where Philly hasn't played a lot. And, you know, to maybe go fast and try to get out there and, yeah, I agree with that. you know, get personnel in and out so that you're really that, rolling the dice. Everyone always wants to do that until it doesn't work. And yeah. it's like, oh, they're getting yeah. off the field like, too fast. I like yeah. tempo, but I'm just yeah. – I would like to see them – like I, 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 I saw them throw a lot of slants. Like, let's complete one to start things off and make it second and three or second and two. And then, you know, the crowd's all going to be jacked up at the start of the game. Yeah. You know, a run for two yards isn't going to get anybody jacked oh, up. Oh, they're running on the first play. <laughs> we know that. But can we go back to Jack Jones for a second? Jack yeah. Jones. Because I, I feel like this, and I'm not picking on it, the caller, but, like, I feel like his sentiment about being so excited about Jack Jones playing is I think a lot of Patriots fans feel very high on Jack Jones. I'm not sure Jack Jones is good at, at football yet. Like, I, I feel like Jack Jones made two really good plays last year, including the pick six against the Packers, which was clearly the, like, welcome to the NFL moment for him, and then a whole lot of inconsistency other than that. And I, I On just, and off the field. I, I'm just not sure where the – is it just because of the, the highlights that, that – Well, were, that, like, isn't I, that his MO that he, he's, he's a chance taker? He'll make a play, but then he'll give up a play, you know? Well, according to – um, I think it was a, uh, a personnel guy around the league that Giardi talked to. He'll make a play and give up two, oh, well, and we'll yeah. take those odds. That, yeah. that personnel guy. I, I mean, I don't know who it was. Anonymous personnel guy. I don't favorite. disagree. I, I would just say that over the course of the summer, I, I mean, I was I was impressed with him at times. I mean, I think he, I I do think he can play. I'm with him. But I think I he's a, I think he's a wild card. You know, and he that's, was really that's good at the, the beginning. Part. Was that? The spring or the beginning of camp, I, I, I get, I don't remember. Most exactly. of training camp, he spent covering like Thyric Pitts and those guys. In all seriousness, yeah, he did not get I, a just, lot of reps. I know we can't, we're not allowed to say. Right. He did not get a lot of reps that would necessarily translate to what we might see in the regular season. Right. Is I that just as feel safe like as I can there's, say that? Yeah. There's just a lot of inconsistency in his game that I don't necessarily know if you think about when you just think about jack jones but when you go and you really study it down to down like that packers game is a great example everybody comes off that packers game like he played out of his mind no one talks about overtime yeah or the fact that he was burned twice for touchdowns and aaron Rodgers just didn't see the guy so i'm not trying to like rag on jack jones like i think that he's got talent it's certainly better that he got off and he will be part of it yes but i think you're right i think the reaction in some it was funny did you feel like there was some anger yesterday with with fans, people calling, which I thought was a little odd. Oh, for us? No. On us? No. With Jack. Like, that he got like, off. Like, oh. Sort of outrage that. I think there were a couple, yeah. No, there was a lot. Yeah. Which I was surprised at. And I think that just speaks to the negativity of the callers in general. Like, but I think there was facts out there that came out that we didn't know about. Like, like what? They were registered guns in Arizona, and he was going through the process of getting them registered here. We that was immediately it was oh they're unregistered guns I did not read that yeah I, I didn't say you were wrong yeah. I just said I did not read that no, I mean I, things okay. came out I I did not learn anything yesterday that I didn't know from I, I didn't the know that I, other than that the DA can evidently just say we were not going to be able to prove that he knew that they were that's the only thing that came out yesterday yeah. but the no, DA said we couldn't prove that they were in his no, bag but, but I read, that he knew they were in his bag I read that you know which is something I'm going to have in my little memory bank moving forward if I ever do something stupid oh, right. well that's the thing people saying I didn't pack the bag yeah. you know that's what uh, I know but but 
that's what I read is that they were registered in Arizona and he was yeah. They, they the Arizona part came out yesterday. The, the fact that they were registered to him came out a long time ago. Well, okay, and then and they they, they said pre- they were his guns, and they presented the evidence that he was in the process of getting them registered in Massachusetts. Okay, so I didn't know that. That didn't immediately. But what does that change the story? I don't understand how that changes the story in any okay. way. Shape, I, I don't want to get into a whole thing. I, it, okay, it, you know, but I'm just saying that that the information that came out immediately was they were unregistered guns. That's not the information that came out. This is what I'm saying. You're misleading people. That didn't come out. People were wondering if they were registered. The very th- that very day right. that I, the I, arrest I'll, happened, I'll you. they got the police report and it said that they were registered to him. The police report that day yeah. said that they were reg- I don't registered. Re- to I him. don't remember that. I do. Yeah. I know you don't listen to those shows. You and a lot of other people claim that you're too good for those shows. But oh. they read it on the on Paul, the police. Paul has to get personal. <laughs> you know, he has to he has to get personal. Well, I mean, you're saying that they they, okay. they claim something. I'm not that yelling was, at like, you, Paul. We're Just making it out to be like a deflate gate thing, calm where down. they said that all the calm balls down. were overinflated, calm. and that was false. Listen, that calm. didn't happen. All I know is that what I heard immediately when this happened was they were unregistered guns and this whole thing. They were right un- away unlicensed guns unlicensed yeah they, they were re- all right you got uh, you guys remember something i well, don't well, i, I just, don't remember this okay but do you so have I, to I yell at be, me because i, I do will be wrong no because you're i i i apologize thank you i apologize i don't remember it all right i don't remember them being unregistered well, listen, guns. I obviously anybody ever obviously that. paul's blood sugar is low but his food is here now who's so we're going to take a break <laughs> now don't forget uh the show within a show we've got the uh posters um, we're going to give away three. They're signed by the artist, numbered. There are only 275 available. They come with a certificate of authenticity, so this is really cool. Stick around for the show within a show. We'll be back after Paul gets his blood sugar back up. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, we're back to the show within a show. I think this is episode three, maybe four, but um, we're still going. So I'm going to open the show with some trivia like we always do. But the prize is going to be a little different this time, and we'll get to the prize at the end of the show. So question one, who was the only quarterback that went 3-0 and against Tom Brady? All right. Who was the only quarterback that is 3-0 and against Tom Brady? Question two, who did Rob Gronkowski score his first touchdown reception against? All right. And question three, what quarterback did Ty Law get his first career interception against? All right, that is the first round of trivia for the day, and the prize will be different, and we'll get to that at the end of the show. But we've got a first-time guest here, Karina Santos, who works with our Patriots graphic design team, correct? Creative Services, Creative Services, so all those awesome images and graphics you see on Patriots.com, Instagram, there's a good chance she is the woman behind the design there. It's true. And so I am having Karina on the show today to talk about a project that she's been spearheading. And um, yeah, Karina, tell me, what have you been, uh, what you've been working on? So basically what I've been working on is that we've been collaborating with local artists in New England. And the New England Patriots are launching a series of exclusive and limited edition posters specially designed to commemorate the home games played at Gillette Stadium during the 2023 season. So each poster is limited edition uniquely numbered and signed by the artist 
and everyone has a different look and feel. And it's going to be showcasing every matchup that we have at home. And only 275 posters will be created. So you'll want to get yours ASAP because once those sell out, no more are coming. That's it. Yes, and I've seen these posters. They're all awesome. All have different, very different styles, which is very cool. Very cool. Um, and also, this is this is a pretty exclusive thing we have here, right? Like, yes. uh, you know, I th how many were made for each each poster? So we are selling 250 posters. Each poster is signed and numbered by the artists themselves. They have all come out to Gillette Stadium within the past two weeks to sign and number them. They've taken their photo with them to help promote it. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. I think the fans are really gonna like it. Everything's really unique. Everything is if you follow our social media, it's a little different than what we do because every artist has their own take on it. It's really, really awesome. And this is pretty cool because I think you put out like a you know, submit to join type thing. Like you put uh, feelers out on LinkedIn, yes. Instagram. So these are all Patriots fans. Yes. Who are coming up with their own design and each game has their own personal twist. So that's pretty cool. And I'm pretty sure we're doing it again next year, right? If that's that's the plan. I hope so. So hopefully fans are liking what we're doing, you know, purchase a poster or two or three or, you know, however many you want. I think the goal is to bring it back next year. You know, this past year we've had over 250 applicants. Okay. So I went through and looked at every single person's portfolio and, you know, came up with a list of eight to ten people that I'd really like to work with. And next year, I'm hoping that we get even more applicants. So we'll definitely be promoting it at the end of the season for sure. And and so we're we're not the first team that have, has done this, right? You were inspired right. by some others, but I, of course, obviously, as Fred will say later, he thinks ours is going to be the best. I think so. But um, which which uh, can you compare them to some other teams? Like I know the Steelers did one. Yeah. Like is how how are ours different than the other teams? Um, so I think we kind of luck out that we have all of New England to look into. So we can, you know, get artists from Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, um, Maine. Like we have so many opportunities to reach a different, like different group of people. So I think we have the better chance of being really, really good because we just have such a large variety where the Seahawks, um, that's who we got our inspo from, really talented, really awesome, but they're kind of limited to, you know, the Washington area, but we get so many states to look into. Yep. Also, what's pretty cool is we have a lot of big games this year. So we have we have Tom returning this week. Yes. Then we have Throwback. Yep. Going to Germany. They're getting their own special one yes, too. Yes, they are German artists. Yep. From Germany, German mm -hmm. artists. We're getting that signed as well. Yep. Um. So you know, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Um. Let's see what else we got. Um. Anything else you want to describe about it, Karina? Come on. What we got? Uh. Oh. What do we got? What's your? How about this? What's your favorite one? Let's I, rank your top I, three. I can't rank my top three no, because they're all so awesome. They are okay. Just come on, rank top three. Top three. No, I can't. Top favorite top three? one. I can't say favorite. They're all like they're okay, all just really give me cool. No order. Top three. No order. Top yeah, three. Yeah, just like the top three that stand out to you. Um, I like what I think maybe like fans would like the most. Yeah, there we go. Okay. What? Uh, I love them all equally. I think they're all great, and I definitely don't want to say that I have a favorite one, but I think fans are really gonna enjoy. The Eagles one, so that one is launching on Wednesday. I think people are really gonna like that one because it has it has a little Brady nod, you know, like nothing crazy, nothing out there, but and then I think people are really going to like our throwback one, which is next week. So that one's really cool. 
Um, that one is one of my friends who's a tattoo artist, and she killed it. And then the third one that I think fans are really going to like. It's really so hard. I'll tell you mine. What's yours? Yeah, it's tell me your top it, three. It, my top three? Yeah. I like week one. Yeah, that's the Eagles. That's the Eagles. I really like the Chargers one. So that one's really cool because we kind of riff off of the Chargers a little bit, and they are anime-based posters because the Chargers always do anime um, schedule release videos. So we yes. wanted to riff off of them. That is that is a fun one. And then I also, this is a sneaky, sneaky one. I haven't heard much about it. I like the Saints one. The Saints one is really cool. I think the what they do with the the black and black and gold contrasting with the red and white of the pats looks really cool so um but yeah so anyways this is going live by the time this show within a show goes live this uh game day poster series will be live on patriots.com you get there by going to the home page click fan zone and then there'll be a whole patriots game day series poster and remember what i said at the beginning of the show the trivia that we had which submit your answers to webradio at patriots.com because the first three people that submit it and get it right are actually going to get one of the signed no way one of the signed week one posters which is as karina said earlier one of her favorites i wouldn't don't call it a favorite. i mean it's one of the best ones i think it's, it's a really, big really game good. it's a good one you'll like it um we're going to be live on patriots unfiltered so i'm actually going to have fred hold up the poster for the camera and he will announce the winners on Patriots Unfiltered. So thank you, Karina, for joining the show within a show. I'm thank sure you, I'll have Steve. you back. I cannot wait. I will have you back. Truly. Don't worry. Um, so, yeah, once again, Matisse Bauman here, Karina Santos. Thank you. And uh, let's get back to Patriots Unfiltered. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. And now, great moments in history. So I'm walking back from Patriot Place and there's a guy with all this lacrosse gear and I'm like, hey, you know, how's it going? How's your practice going? Good, good. Where do you, you play? And he's like, I'm, I just graduated from Notre Dame. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we start talking about, you know, the championship and, you know, oh yeah, Virginia won, so-and-so. And I go, yeah, Notre Dame had a shot. I didn't, and I, I completely uh, forgot. Uh, he just told uh, me that he uh, played for Notre Dame. So I'm telling him about how Notre Dame <laughs> how he did. had a shot. How he did. I'm like, oh, and then he walks away. I'm like, oh, you're so stupid. That's awesome. Oh, that's the best. And he's probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, like, you should have like, told him to get a Dells. This guy has, uh, you know. What is he talking about? That's, yeah. That's funny. So he was just there. Like, you're telling him about how his team. Yeah, how, how Notre Dame had a shot. You yeah. know. It's like, yeah, I. Just told you I was. I just told team. you I, I played for Notre Dame. Right. I just said the. She didn't like record. throw. He didn't throw like. Yeah, I thought we did. <laughs> right. No, no. He just kept walking. <laughs> well, no, the next thing you're gonna find out is like they lost in the Elite Eight and they lost because of that guy. Right. 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 I don't know, some idiot <laughs> shot in his own net. You're like, oh, me. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Uh, That's another great moment from. Hey, Patriots fans, Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. 
So we've got winners uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles game poster. Again, it's a really cool prize. Uh, the winner of the first question, which was, who is the only quarterback to go 3-0 and against Tom Brady? Jake Plummer, Jake Plummer uh, is Jake the Plummer. answer. And the winner is Cody in Indiana. I did I did know that one, but I do know them. Cody in Indiana. The second question was, who did Rob Gronkowski score his first touchdown against? I remember that one. Bengals. The Bengals. 2010 opener. That's uh, Sean in Vancouver. Got that one right first. And the final question was, what quarterback did Ty Law get his first interception against? Didn't know that one, Paul. You got that one? I'm going to... 96. 95. Think think the team you play a lot, probably Jim, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly is the right answer, uh, and the winner was Andrew from Bradford. I yeah. Listen, I like to um, pride myself on my my nerdness and being able to get those. I would have gone over three on. Yeah, this. I would have gotten Jake Plummer. Um, no, and I got Gronk. I remember that Gronk touchdown. I I don't even now. You know, like I like to tell you the scores of games. 2010 season opener was they at were, home against. They were Cincinnati. white. They were white. Yeah. Here? Yeah. Couldn't tell you the score. Of the they game. were on the cover of SI after that. Game. Couldn't tell you the score yeah. of that game. Like so much fun or something, I think, was the title. Did they kill him? Uh, they, I think they, they beat him pretty bad. Uh, Audrey says, um, please bring back Holy Cannoli. The show break thing is a painful listen, and why doesn't Deuce get ever get lunch? A permanent diet? <laughs> Midlife uh, fun is fun, you know. Uh, keep going strong. My favorite show. This could be an interesting year. I mean, we just gave away limited edition posters, and this guy's complaining. Maddie didn't win. He's just Maddie didn't win. Okay. Also, that makes sense. The guy named Audrey? Also. Yes. I am just very confused how some people really thought I naturally said holy cannoli, like on a daily basis. Holy cannoli. From that commercial. I don't think anybody actually thought no. that. Somebody did. <laughs> Upstairs. I won't name any names. I know, but you do say geez louise. I've heard you say that. I have. I'm only kidding. Now, if it, now Jeez, if it was, oh my God, I, I say that. Oh my God, I say that a lot. Everybody says that. No, but I think it, I think your oh my God is a sound clip, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, good stuff. We gave away some good posters. Um, congratulations, congratulations big, on people. That's a big win. And by and just to remind people, there's going to be a new poster with a new artist. For every game. Will we give away other games, too? Yeah, maybe? we probably will. Um, next poster giveaway will be next Wednesday. Yeah. Next Wednesday? And if you, want, if, if you want to buy this week's poster, you can go on Patriots.com right now, and you can purchase this poster knowing that every game is going to be a unique poster. You can have a collection. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to frame these and put them up in our office for sure. Mike, you getting those? Because they're that good. I, I mean, I probably won't get one, Paul, but I look yeah. forward to seeing them up around the office. Yeah, and the beauty of it is each one is so different. You know, they're not all different artists, different, different artists, different yeah. style. Where did we get the artists from? Was this a, um, a local? We, we did a, a survey. We, you know, a call for action and, uh, you know, to local artists. And we had, I don't know, a couple hundred artists reply. And then of those, we picked, uh, you know, nine or eight. Nine. And then uh, a ninth from Germany. Ah. So for the Germany game, we'll have a German artist do it. That's um, cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Right. I'm art, excited. Art and sports. Yep. Love it. All right, uh, so Tamara's here. I'm here. What's up? Yeah. Just cranking out some content. Break, uh, you were at the early press conferences? Yeah. Anything good? No. no. <laughs> not, not outside of the fact that Hunter Henry has a new baby and telling us the origin of her name. Okay. Outside of that. So no. Yeah. No. Do guys, what was the mood of the guys that, 
you know very chipper um you know obviously understanding that they have a tough task ahead as hunter henry you know phrased it but seems very chipper excited for week one um Henry looks good. Yeah. He looks in shape. You know, he does. I think he's ready for for a good year. I think he's gonna have a little bit of resurgence. I didn't I didn't see Ramondre though. How was was he? His usual. Yeah, not, not very a lot. business. Very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Very he's a business. quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have open locker room today at five. Yeah, and Mac and a, a couple other guys. I, forget. I think Mac, David Andrews, David Andrews, and Uche. Andrews Uche. Uche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some of the they'll come to the podium. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. So big day here, Wednesday. Wednesday's the day you get your assignments. It all starts today. Do your job day. Get going. All right, uh, webradio at patriots.com is the email address. We have a lot of emails coming in. Uh, Let's see. Boy, I don't know which one to go with first. Um, Chris uh, with a T-I-A-N says, nice to see Fred wearing a shirt that fits today. Wow. Oh, that was mean. It's not necessary. It rolled shot. in just to say that. Come on. No, the, the thing about the Patriots unfiltered shirts, they're they're good shirts, but they shrink a little yeah, they in do. the wash. They do. So they do. I'm going to reorder. I'm going to have a, a different uh, manufacturer. I think those are Gildans. Maybe we get uh, maybe we get some hoodies, you know? A yeah. Crewnecks. Crewnecks are the best. Crewnecks, sure. Crewneck sweatshirts? Yeah. Yeah. Cut the sleeves off, maybe? <laughs> maybe not? I don't know. <laughs> Um, Silbert in New York says, I hope everyone's well. One statement, one question. Why does everyone think Mac had a great rookie year? Since the Colts game, he has been terrible. I don't think he's the guy, but we're stuck with him. Well, that was, I mean, that's the thing I said yesterday is that a lot of people said, well, if he can be as good as he was his rookie year. No, he's got to be significantly better than that because he faded toward the end. He did. I mean, I think he was good. I don't I mean, you know, rookie quarterback, first round pick, expectations. I mean, and he I, was severely managed. Yeah. That that year. I don't know, hard to ask for for more than he gave you. I mean, I don't think but I don't think great or, you know, that that all He had a fine rookie year, yeah. but it ain't good enough. You he's, know, f- now. He's got to get back to his strengths and, you know, I think he hired Bill O'Brien. I mean, this is a guy who knows what he does and seems to, you know, have a connection with him in terms of what his strengths are. So I think that's what we're all kind of waiting to see because you didn't see a big sample size this summer at all. Like we talked about plenty, um, but you do think the elements are there. There's enough different twists that, you know, this is a, one of those week ones where you don't really, I think you always don't know what you're going to get, but I think especially this week, it's like, how does this offense all come together finally? And, you know, do they, we know what it looked like last year. And I think it, it's going to probably be a pretty stark difference, even if they don't, you know, pull the game out and score 30 points. I think, I think people think he had a great year because comparatively speaking to some people, some people's rookie seasons, they did not have a great right. year. Like Trevor Lawrence, obviously super great in college, but yeah. really rough start in the NFL. You look at Daniel Jones, same thing. Like, there's I a think he had of, the best numbers of that oh, yeah, rookie class. For sure. Yeah. And so I think that's why yeah. everyone's like, he was yeah. so great his rookie right. year. Um, this week is Brady week. Was there a reason why this game was picked for his celebration? I believe it should have been week two against Miami. What, mm-hmm. a, what game, if you had to pick, would be better suited for the Brady return celebration? Uh, I don't know. You you kind of want to get that out of the way, you know. You don't want. I mean, there's going to be more. I'm I'm I, you know. I don't think I'm letting the cat out of the bag. That this this isn't going to be. He he deserves a lot more than a halftime celebration, you know. So there'll be more. Um, like, would they prefer you pick an opponent that he really played a lot but against? But I think you got to do it right away. You don't want to be like in week four and this thing's going on and now it's Brady week, you know? I think they prefer an, an opponent that 
you have a better chance to win against. But also, you can't mm. when you're making the decision on this. It's like you can't predict who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. You never know. Yeah. Right. Plus, in the first game, he's officially retired, right? So right. You know, you yeah. kind of get right to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jake in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm a math teacher. And figured I'd give you guys a pop quiz. Mm, I didn't oh know there would be in math involved. Didn't school just start? It's a little bit early it for did. a pop quiz. Uh, but he says, I don't know the answers either. What's more likely this week against the Eagles? Two Patriots pass catchers combined for over 200 yards or three Patriots rushing touchdowns? Three Patriots rushing touchdowns. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was my understanding <laughs> that there would be no math. This is my kind of math, though. Um, Paul? You, you I would agree with Mike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Patriots force two turnovers or Patriots turn the ball over two times. Ooh. I'm going to go with force two turnovers. Yeah, me too. I was going to be a negative Nancy and pick the other <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, Hertz runs for 100-plus yards or Stevenson runs for 100-plus yards? Stevenson. Yeah, more likely. I don't think either one, but more likely. And Booty gets on the field or Douglas has three-plus catches. Douglas, Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, let's see. Marcus from Orlando. I've been enjoying uh, the show ever since I started using Spotify. My question for you guys is this. If the wide receiver group gets off to a rough start or becomes riddled with injuries, what are the chances we trade for a veteran like Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, or Chris Godwin? I don't know uh, why. If we're going to do a trade, why I stop know. there? I mean, I mean yeah. maybe Chris Godwin would be available. Why would Tyler Lockett be available? I don't know. I don't Isn't know. Seattle yeah. considered to be yeah. in the thick of the NFC playoff race? I mean, I don't know a lot and about him. Mike Thomas, ja maybe to me, is a different. Jackson Smith and Jigba, maybe. I don't know. No, I, I get that he's a little, you know, on the older side. But, like, Seattle has aspirations. Yeah. I right? don't know. I, I mean, I think now we're we're gonna be in for another seven months of Mike Evans to the Patriots trade talks. Oh, that's well, it won't know. be seven months. It'll be uh, till March. Three months. Three months. Okay. No, until the trade deadline. And then okay. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn writes in. Don't necessarily have a question, but I wanted to rant a little. Okay. It's very frustrating to see the news on Juju. Rather, it's tr whether it's true or not. This is why I was banging the table for D Hop. You couldn't have offered him a couple more mil to beat out the Titans, but you could go and find a retread on someone like Jalen Rager, who have been on multiple teams in a short amount of time. Yeah, but that wasn't it's a totally yeah, different. totally different. I'm trying to be optimistic about the season, but it makes me angry knowing that this team we're rolling out for the 23. This is the team we're rolling out. Not a lot of talent is one thing, but also having one of the hardest schedules is another thing. Gear up, going. It's going to be a long one ahead. All right. Well, I, just, I mean, don't go, we'll don't jump off the bridge about Juju just yet. I mean, like, like again, this has to keep getting brought up, like the story from two weeks ago. But let's let's see him on the field. I mean, people can report what they want, and maybe it's true. But I, I just I want to see him on the field, and and then make a judgment on him. And it's been hard to reserve judgment because there hasn't been a lot of great stuff yet. But let's let's just wait a few days, and then we'll see how it's kind of how he looks on the game field. Pat Nagawam, one of the sneaky things that worries me when the Eagles are on offense is the fact that they were one of the top rushing teams in the league last year. What do you all think the odds are that the Eagles try and shorten the game by dominating the line of scrimmage and trying to control the game on the ground as opposed to airing it out? I, mean, I don't think they care about shortening the game. I think no. they're just going to do what they do and, I mean, yeah. ride their big, But I do agree it would be line. running the ball, and that yeah. might – shorten the game or whatever but i agree with mike i don't think that's, that's not a goal of we got they want to score points yeah yeah 
But I, I mean, I think a lot of it will depend on how the Patriots play them. You know, if, if the Patriots are going really light and trying to like, you know, do my thing, trying to get upfield, it's Barmore and Equale a lot more on the inside. Then, you know, then I could see them maybe saying, hey, we can we should try to run on these guys because we get them. You know, we'll catch some gaps when they're trying to get upfield. Yeah, I mean, Bill mentioned it, and Paul mentioned it yesterday about the coordinators. It's new coordinators. Yeah. You know, now Sirianni said we're going to just – it's not going to be a lot of change. But then why did – you know, like yeah. it's got to be a little bit of change. Yeah, and that's if, what Bill you know. said today. Bill, They asked Bill about that, and he said, you know, it's, it's the same systems, but, you know, there's new coordinators. So there will be new little twists that we'll have to kind of be ready for that, that each guy will probably yeah. bring. Yeah, to it's, me, it's similar to – Patriots with Bill O'Brien it's going to be pretty much the same as Josh but similar not exactly the same yeah he's got O'Brien will do things that he likes that Josh didn't yeah Yeah. it's it's like tendencies it's like you know when in certain situations you know different coordinators have different tendencies yeah you know and those are the things you don't really know but I mean it's I mean as Bill ran down it's just you know this is so many unknowns week one you have no real film I mean he pointed out though Eagles didn't play a lot of their starters in the preseason, neither the Patriots really. So, you know, it's just two teams that are that are both well-coached kind of coming into into this blind. Um, let's see. Ben writes in, I'm trying to get excited for the season, particularly on offense. I know our defense is great, but what are you guys most Do excited we? for on the offensive side of the ball? Do you think any one player will pop this season? Will we finally see a 1,000-yard receiver or no chance? No, I think there's a I chance. Don't think there's, I don't yeah. think it's. I mean, I. I mean, I think 17 games is yeah. a chance. Kendrick Bourne, maybe yeah. you know that. That maybe he's kind of the, the the buzz guy right now. I, I'm just excited to see the new pieces. You know, how do how do they use Gesicki? Does he you know fit in well here? Is he you know are they able to to do something special with him and Hunter Henry together? Um, and and Ezekiel Elliott, what how how much usage does he get? Those are, you know, immediately the things that that I want to see. And and Juju too. Yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think? might pop this year I think Kendrick Bourne he's trending in that direction and I would hope to see him continue to go that way it would be yeah really under I guess like underwhelming to see like what we saw in preseason not translate over obviously you see that happen all the time yeah. with guys like JJ Taylor he's but just like invisible and yeah. they're like what happened to Kendrick who will yeah. be the guy like Myers who hey, he seems to come through on third down he I think seems it's gonna be KB yeah Okay. I still think Hunter Henry is, uh, and maybe that's more of a red zone thing, but mm-hmm. I, I just I think we're going to get back to got to have it moments Hunter Henry coming through. Stevenson's the only guy that I could think of that would pop yeah. on right. offense. I think he's their best offensive player. Yep. Uh, Christian says, uh, I've been hearing over the past few days that narrative that the Eagles offense and defensive teams have not played any starters in the preseason, so they might be rusty. Some are even saying we could possibly steal week one because of this. What are your thoughts? As much as I would love to be optimistic about that take, my main concern is for the Patriots' offensive line. I don't think even if the Eagles are rusty, we can score enough offensive oh. points to keep up with them. Everybody's rusty. <laughs> you know, we got a bunch yeah. of rusty. We got right. a bunch of rusty guys who ain't going to play. Haven't played it much either. You just mentioned it. I mean, if that was going to be a factor, I'd feel better about it. If the Patriots starters had played in the preseason, but they played three right. series You're on see offense. Their offensive line together for the first time, whatever yeah. that configuration might be. I mean, they've got just as many. I mean, questions like that that the, that the Eagles do. I don't think there's a starter on offense that played, I mean, maybe 20 snaps. I would say nine or 10 or starters on offense have not played more than 15 snaps. Yeah. Yep. You know, is that that big of a deal that it's zero compared to 15? Yeah. Barely anything, right? And, and, and some of those guys, you know, in the cases of a when you, Calvin Anderson, Cole Strange, the number is zero. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And I think all three of those guys could start right. on Sunday. Right into it. 
Travis in West Virginia, the Brady segment you played during your lunch break yesterday was very confusing. The audio clips didn't match up with the narration. I don't know what he, I wasn't listening. Also, I'd like to call you out for the excessive use of the term mush rush. Okay. That's it. We hate it. Right? <laughs> you don't hear me using those terms. Mush rush? Mush rush. Okay. Um... Anthony in Seattle, I appreciate the shout-out from Andre in New Jersey yesterday agreeing with the 12-5 and five season, but you lost me with the divisional round exit. 12-5 and five means we have a good team and a chance to go toe-to-toe with anybody. Let's finish the job. When I said we're winning the whole thing, I meant it. If you're going to get on this train, then get on and say it with your chest. We're winning it all. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I like the confidence. Okay. Um... Let's see, 855. Nobody's calling. 855-PATS-500. It's Wednesday. You know, it's the first Wednesday show. People, I would people, imagine everybody would be calling. Ch- I, I think, they're, saying we should do I it think all they're all just um, coming down off the show within a show. You know? <laughs> it's a thrill ride. We've lost our audience yeah. due to the show within the show. Uh, let's see. Jason Rocky Hill. A lot of emails, though. Yeah. A lot of emails. Let's just keep blasting through. Jason in Rocky Hill, Connecticut. Last week, Paul and Fred reprised their debate about listening to fans versus listening to the paid media. I absolutely stand behind Paul's perspective. In virtually any aspect of life, the advice of an experienced professional is more valuable and better researched than that of someone who is untrained or a hobbyist. We're talking about sports, but anyway. My only question is this. I agree with you. Paul, you routinely malign your colleagues in the media for their bad takes, overreactions, or carrying the water for coaches or players. Are these the experts that we're supposed to listen to, or do you have others that you recommend instead? Did I tell you that there was a butt coming? Yeah. yeah. Um, In all all walks of life, and I I like the way he he phrased that, I would say that when you watch people and you listen to people, there's some that you tend to say, okay, I, I've I've seen Mike Dussault and Tamara Brown talk about this before, and that turned out to be accurate. So I would say, yeah, the guys that I tend to listen to a little bit more often are guys like Phil Perry and Mike Reese mm-hmm. because I think they tend to be more accurate over time. Now, no one's, no one's perfect. No one's right. And I'll tell you, uh, Tom Curran is another guy, and Tom Curran's higher on the team. Well, he was. He seems like he'll come off of that a little bit. But he was higher on the team than others. Um, and I can tell you Mike Reese is always higher on the team than others. So, like, I respect their opinions, those, those guys. Now, he's right. There's a lot of guys around here that, honestly, I don't. And I would put Chris Mason in the category of a guy who I'm starting to follow a little bit more this year. Um, and I've been impressed. Mm. So maybe he's now he's mass live. Yeah, maybe yeah. he gets in that <laughs> in my circle. Yep. Now the best the best reporter, the actual actual reporter is Karen Garigian mm-hmm. around here for the for the Patriots. I mean she's excellent. Yeah, and has been for a long time. So it's not everybody. I I I definitely have the snark meter high when I'm talking about my colleagues a lot. But it's not everybody. It's not across the board. Uh, Claire. Hello, Maureen. Hello, Hello everyone. Um, now we're so close to the regular season, we can smell it. What do you think was the biggest overreaction of the preseason? The Bailey and Mack quarterback <laughs> competition. Okay. That could be one. Yeah. Uh, although I don't really – I don't know. I, don't, I, I just don't know why the head coach not 
telling you that there's a starting quarterback <laughs> is not a story. I just I, I, I will never I will never get that. I will be in my. No, I think that's a story. I'll be on my island by myself. But, but might that be more in the like Mac and Bill thing than the. Yeah. Mac and Zappy. No, thing. I think it was a Bill, yeah. Bill yeah. and Mac thing. Yeah. That's okay. why I think okay. it was a story. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, I'm just trying to think what else we kind of like hyped up a little bit that I don't know. I mean, I would say I, mean, the one I is hope dead it's almost. not Pop Douglas. Yeah. I hope it turns out to be warranted. You know, uh, Malik Cunningham. Okay, mm. that's a good answer. That's a good one. That one was you know that's we were all kind of he, he had. I mean. He probably had engineered the best drive of the preseason. Not you know for what saying what it is, it is what it is. But I mean that is true. But I think everybody lost their mind when after that, and you know thought that there was going to be all kinds of packages that's for him. I, and, that's a good one. You know, yeah. Um, Donovan writes in looking at the Eagles game from an optimistic pr- perspective. Gonzalez can shut down Brown with help over the top, while our faster cornerbacks cover Devonte. Our improved defensive line and athletic hybrid. Linebacker safety group will contain the the quarterback. Mac will be able to work the defensive backs and find his third or fourth option consistently. The O-line will vastly outperform the negative outlook with healthy starters in the game. And Zeke and Ramondre will combine for 150 yards and two touchdowns. That's well, a, that that's, would be, those are some that big, would be nice. Big, yeah, those are big things. I mean, I think, you know, Mac finding his third and fourth option you're going to need that offensive line to play well if he's going to get to those third and fourth options. So it's all it's all connected. Uh, speaking of Fresno, I'm among the unwashed masses who fail mm-hmm. to meet PU's hopeful fan threshold, meaning I will root for them on every down, but I don't expect many above-average outcomes. That said, I'm a big Deuce fan, and he's kind of a sad lump these days. <laughs> so I want to elevate his spirits with a little more likely game intended to exercise the optimism <laughs> oh muscles. All right. Let's do it. Uh, shop. For, for each pair of positives, which is more likely? Okay. Christian Gonzalez looks truly comfortable in zone coverage by week four, or Josh Uche keeps pace with Judon's season sack total? Uche. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Marty, Marty Mapu's side-by-side dynamism at linebacker is a perfect complement to Juwan Bentley's thumping presence in the middle, or... The tandem of Christian Barmore and Keon White strikes fear in the heart of the enemy. Mm. Cool. I'm going to vote with my heart on that one and say two. I'm going to say one. I, I just don't think they're going to pull the trigger on Mapu at linebacker. No? I really, I mean, as much as I went for it, I just, I'm really skeptical that they're going to throw him out there as a linebacker here in, in, in three days. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson rushes for 1,300 plus yards, or Kendrick Bourne has 1,000 plus receiving yards. I'm going to go Ramondre just because we've seen it. I mean, 1,300 I think, yards? I, I mean, wow. we've seen him be good like that. I don't know. I, 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 I'm rooting for Kendrick Bourne. I think he had a great camp, but I think it's a little bit of a leap to think he's going to jump to seven. That, that, that seems more of a leap to me right now. You're not, you're not answering any of these, Paul? Well, I thought this was Spee and Mike. He was trying to – Yeah, he was workshopping, okay. trying to cheer. Trying to bring out my, hey, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. You guys complain Gene. when I talk too much. You complain uh, when I'm not. All right, okay, be quiet. We end the year feeling that Mac Jones competently bridled and rode the wild horses on his offensive line, or Jalen Mills makes us forget that Devin McCourty retired. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I don't, I don't think I that's I didn't even possible. hear the first one, and I'm going to go one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. Right. And <laughs> finally, right. with Aaron Rodgers nowhere to be found, a strip sack of Zach Wilson in Week 18 by Anthony Jennings sends a surging 10-7 and 7 Patriots team to the postseason, or Marcus Jones ends the year with at least one touchdown in all three phases. Uh, oh, um, that's a tough one. T- uh, two. Two. What's more likely? 
I'm not yeah. predicting injuries now. We were close. We I, had it last I year, am. right? We had it last year yeah. with Marcus Jones. You're well, going to no. be watching the Bills and Jets no. Monday night? You're, I th- you're not predicting oh, yeah. an injury to Aaron Rodgers. You're you're predicting like them to like plummet. Well, That's the difference. And it could be and both. It could, and it could be because of he, just him being a head yeah, case. If he's could not be. playing, then he got injured. Yeah. You don't if think they would bench him for being a head case? No. No. There's a 0% chance of him getting benched for play. He could get hurt, and it could not work. But they're not mm. going to bench him if mm. he's healthy. You know, it could be a one-and-done kind of deal, but they're not going to bench him. Now, here's the other thing. Maybe it could be one because maybe the Jets didn't play Aaron Rodgers in Week 18. I did not take this into consideration. Oh, 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 oh you found wow. a loophole. Very because good Paul. Because they had the division wrapped up, and they, <laughs> they rested Aaron Rodgers. And let the Patriots into the playoffs. And that's yeah. how the Patriots, you know, got the strip sack of Zach Wilson. So I'm going to change that like and say it. one because – what are the odds that Ma- Ma- uh, Marcus Jones is going to do that two years in a row? When it really is – was it like Dion the only guy that's ever done that? No, no one's ever – I mean, well, I forget I, that. I forget the oddity of having and there's been no touchdowns in all phases in the same season. And there's going to be involved offensively. Right, so I'm going to change so. that. I'm going to change that and go to the Jets one. Okay. Hmm. Based on the Jets. Based on the Jets resting <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Dylan from Tampa Bay. Fred, who should we be rooting for on Monday night, Bills or Jets? I know who I'll be rooting for. I wanna, You'll be rooting for the Bills, yeah. I would guess. Yeah, that's, I guess I that's correct. I think I am too, unfortunately. I think I'm going to root. I I'm think it's smarter to root for the Jets, though. You know, I, just I'm, to start for chaos. Like, you want AFC East chaos. I'm going to root for the Jets, too, yeah. because I think Buffalo's the best team. And I'm going to look at it week one, you know, sight unseen. I'm going to say I'm, my goal is to win the AFC East. I think Buffalo's the best team in the AFC East. I yeah. want them to lose. I think that's a good thing to root for just week to week is just AFC East teams, no rhyme or reason of who's beating yeah. who. Miami's upsetting people, uh-huh. you know. It's a tough one and, and on keep week it all, one. Yeah, keep it all in the middle, you know. Because you could ask me that same question if those two teams were playing in week nine, and I might have a different answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would just love it if the Bills win. They hold the Jets to like 10 points <laughs> and just listen to New York just implode. It's a tough, it's a tough schedule for the Jets, too. I mean, there's just, you know, they're, they're right, right into out of it the shoe just like too. we are, you know. Yeah. Uh, call me crazy, but I have the crazy. Patriots beating the Eagles 27-24 with a Ryland 50-plus yard field goal to oh, win wow. in his NFL debut, cementing his legacy as the <laughs> next great Patriots kicker. Chess uh, checkers. That's funny. Hmm. Uh, you know what I was, I was doing? Uh, I was doing my, my 10 things right up, and uh, I was just remembering how Gostowski didn't really Not face. Not good his first year. But didn't really face a pressure kick, did no. he? Like, until San Diego, I think, that was the one in the playoffs where he finally had to, like, make one that they, they won after the big play to, to down the sideline. Yeah, I mean, but not a lot of pressure kicks. It was a fourth quarter right kick. So you, I mean, yeah, but no not like pressure, last minute. No, and they weren't losing, and it wasn't like, I mean, what was it? I thought it was kind of, wasn't it like 40 yards? Yeah, well, no, it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. But it, I felt like that was the only time in, in his whole rookie year that he really, you know, had a kick he had to make. Uh, Jess writes in, I just started my fall semester of my senior year, and I'm due to graduate in the fall with my bachelor's degree. Congratulations. These Wednesday shows are going to get me through my 12 to 3.30 break between my first and last class of the day. That being said, these shows couldn't have come back at a better time. That's hey, all. Hey, there yeah, we go. We, we, we just aim to please. Good luck with your senior year, too. Yeah. Um, L from Wisconsin, the episodes of A Show Within a Show have been getting better. Oh, nice. There a- we go. After the first episode, I was reminded of the daily Veet for Men reviews that Fred insisted on, but thankfully the last episode surpassed that mark. Veet for Men? What was Do you that? remember that? 
Oh, v- you don't know. What was Veet? So Veet is um, a hair remover. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That, That's what I thought that it was. is not meant to be used in the nether regions. <laughs> okay. But people did, and there's reviews on, like, Amazon oh, yeah. of people that did it. And so it, it kind of took on a life of its own, and people started writing fake reviews for Veet, you know, that where they used it, you know, yeah. um, mistakenly, and especially in, like, the U.K., and so they were so good that I would read a review every show. Oh, oh of the Veet. Yeah. First. Google Veet reviews, <laughs> and, and they're hilarious. They're, they're, his, they're really How is funny. it different than Nair? Nair's same kind of product, It's the same right? kind it's of like thing, but this one, like, would Nair's burn thing. the hell out of this you. This is yeah. across the seas. <laughs> yeah. Across the pond. Yeah. But it would only burn if you used it in your... In your yeah, uh, in sensitive areas. Does it burn when you... <laughs> <laughs> sensitive areas. I mean, we've gone though. Like, like manscaping is like a full-on industry now, though. Like, oh, there's yeah. full kinds of products yeah. designed for you know. Whatever Evan's you like, need. I, I go away for ten minutes and they start talking. About <laughs> They're not talking about football. Why are they not Back talking about football, schemes, idiots? <laughs> it's all about the X's and O's. Why are they not talking schemes? I mean, you guys can talk about whatever you want, but manscaping is an interesting conversation <laughs> to walk back into. Oh so yeah, every man should keep scape. It, keep it clean. Sure. Yeah. Gonna keep my I thought, to like, myself. why isn't there, like, a manscaping place? Like, girls have, like, pedicure places. You and they can, can go. go and, like, why isn't there specific get... for a man? We're gonna, you're going to go in there, and they're going to clean you up. You're, gonna, you're not going to walk out of there with any hair. You, you get don't waxed. Yeah, yeah, wax everywhere. Yeah. Just, yeah. A, just like a general manscaping this, this place. This conversation right now. It's another one of my. Cringy. Well, guys deserve some, you know, Very a little pampering, too. Like, girls got no. waxing places and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Called spa. We need to be taken care of, too. That's right. I don't. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fine. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, Hello. What, what happened? Uh, I'm waiting for the jingle. Uh, Matt's on the uh, phone. Matt's on the phone. Oh, phone. no. Good oh. time to get a Pepsi. He's talking oh. to his. Well, I'll just jump the gun then. Okay. Uh, the, the Patriots had perfect attendance at practice today. Okay. So nobody absent. That's good. Uh, I will say, though, that the... the observations from those in the, in the media contingent were that Devontae Parker was watching most of the time that we were out there and seemed pretty limited uh, from the very limited time that we had. But uh, we did get a period today, so we were out there for about 10 minutes, and he did a whole lot of nothing. Okay. So we'll see what's up with him. But other than that, uh, you know, first official injury report of the day, of the year, I should say, today. Uh, so we'll find out some some what's going on with Parker and, uh, you know, who's dealing with what uh, later today. So let's say he's not active on game day. Wow. What are we looking at? We're looking at I think it's born. A, I think it's a blow. Yeah. You know, I just I don't know who's going to be really on the outside and have any kind of presence out there. I just don't think they have. I mean, you could have put Thornton out there and he'd have some speed, but right, Jalen Rager. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think Jalen Rager gets gets the promotion. Wow. That would be that would be something. Uh, but I, you know, I made the joke about. That's one of their plays they got, and the you know they don't have a ton that you've seen that they can really go to, but but the contested catches and throwing it up to Parker is, is one of the things they like, and that's going to be out of the out of the book this weekend. Yeah. So I also just think that this is the one of the problems with Parker, his availability. It's just like a roller coaster, just like I, I Ty just, Montgomery. I've it's like for, I've been uh, waiting for Paul to jump on this. I'm like just sitting so here silently well, the, waiting. The day for that they <laughs> signed him, Paul said, "Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's never going to play all season." Yeah, I know, I know. it's like the best ability is availability, and he's never available. I know. It's so spotty. Yeah. And yeah, like last year he had he's that available bad, half the time. He had that bad concussion in Arizona. 
which knocked yep. him out. But a lot of the time, it's soft tissue stuff yep. with him. It's mm-hmm. groins and yep. hamstrings and uh, things like that. And he had mentioned last year that he tried to do some more running in the off season to to be more prepared for those types of things or avoid those types of things, I guess you should say. But it was a concussion, I, I think, mo- mainly last year that held him out of games, not anything to do with – Which, like, it happens in – a shoulder problem too last year? When did this happen? Like, what? which one? This. this yeah, oh, whatever practice, he's dealing with right now? Yeah, I don't know. Just one of those random injury surprises where – Yeah, I mean, he didn't play in Tennessee, so it obviously had to have happened in a practice at, at some point. So Yeah. Uh, something we haven't talked about, though – uh, David reminds me. He says the weather's going to suck. Uh, what kind of short run plays will the Patriots run? Can end around work and poor footing? Any rheumatism remedies for Schuster? And will Douglas or Bourne even play? It's going to suck. I mean, well, 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 yeah, we I got think 40, it's going to be forty percent chance of rain. Yeah. I, I, we're not talking about yeah, monsoon I don't, I don't conditions know. We've seen, here. We've seen worse. Well, if it does rain, it could be bad. Is, but yeah. on the turf, it's not really a bad footing situation, unless it's like Mike said. Yeah, you know, you get Windy like standing water yeah. on the yeah. field. <laughs> It's not good. I mean, there could be lightning. It's like Coachella. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, it's I'm sorry, Burning friend. Man. No, it's <laughs> I was like, what? It's really hot here now. <laughs> it is very hot. Gross. That was definitely part of the grousing. And, out there. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's answering the parts of the questions before they even yeah. come. Yeah, so now I know. that was part of the grousing. It's called and, anticipation. And you know how, like, when the humidity and heat breaks, there's lightning. Did usually. you, uh, Fred, did you find out what the mood was at practice? Well, today? what was the mood? <laughs> Sweaty. <laughs> Sweaty. Hot. Hot, 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 hot. I did not go out to practice today. I'm uh, like, I just did my makeup. I'm not going outside. <laughs> uh, no. also, in, in no. Philadelphia, they had Can't to. even. They have a heat wave <laughs> going on in Philly right now, and they actually moved practice. So they moved practice uh, from the afternoon to the morning because of the heat in Philly. Sorry. So sorry. maybe we're getting a little bit of that. I thought you were going to say they moved practice from Philly to Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> That's a short drive, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've made it's that drive. It's a very short drive. I have done it, too. Um, so, yeah. Full pads? No. 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 Are, upset, are you upset at that? No. You snapped at him. Um, you okay? I, yeah. Will they be in pads this week? They were in – they were had shells on. Like, they were in yeah. upper I – I don't think the quarterbacks were in, in, like, the skill guys and stuff like that had any hmm. leg padding on. But yeah. these uh, practices are always tough with that because, A, we, you have, like, 10 minutes to take attendance and, yeah. like, see everything. So sometimes I, I forget to take note of that. And also I would – some players are that are like in the trenches might be wearing pads, but the guys, the wide receivers, might be wa- wearing like a little bit lighter pads. So they're not tackling. I to the agree. Ground, that that's so. sometimes an underrated, tricky thing to tell the difference between the shells yeah. and the pads, yeah. especially with the skill guys because so, yeah. they're so small. So yeah. it's it's probably ninety plus degrees on that field, high humidity. Oh yeah, it was hot. Were it's there coaches the out there with with full sweatshirts? Yes. I, 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 I never you. understood that. Yeah. I never understood that. It was hot. Like, is, is that yeah? Alleg- what is that like a statement? Like allegedly, it like cools you off in a sense, like keeps you cool because one, it's like your sweat is like cold on your body. You know what I mean? No. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like why it. basketball players put like the warm-up suit back on when they go sit on, to sit on well, the Well, I can understand stay warm. that. Yeah. Stay warm. I thought that was to, yeah, to stay, stay warm. warm. But right. I don't know. Your sweat being cool attached to your body, I guess it cools you off. I don't know. I don't, I don't believe know. in that theory, yeah. but I've always seen them out. Of, even I, training camp, I'm like, why are you wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt? It's funny. I always thought, I mean, I guess I'm probably totally wrong on this, but I always thought that you saw that a lot with coaches because of the sun. 
like fears of the sun. Okay, oh. you but, know, but too much exposure. Yeah, so you wear a long sleeve, sleeve t shirt or something like there that. There was a lot of exposure to the sun today. It was <laughs> sweltering. So there was no, a I'm, lot of grousing. I'm serious. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I always kind of, oh, the sun again. You know, it's one thing yeah. for, Damn you, for us to go out there and watch <laughs> practice once in a while. They're out there every single day for the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like golfers sometimes. Golfers, golfers. Go- golfers? You know, I, I don't know. Yep, there was some grousing. Maybe it has nothing to do with that, and it's what Tamara said. Grousing about the heat. A uh, little bit of uh, Twitter X-grousing. Oh, oh. X-grousing. X-grousing, yeah. There's what? some X-grousing because a lot of us have now signed up for monetization on, on X. So we were comparing uh, how much we were all making, and the outcome uh, for us content creators is not not so hot. Not not exactly going to be a billionaire from my, my monetization 27 of X. cents. Yeah, so that, that was a big conversation and uh as well as uh how many times are is uh head coach bill belichick going to be asked about tom brady returning to gillette stadium and to the patriots right. this Sunday? so the people oh. asking him about tom brady are the ones complaining about yes <laughs> here's one that i have how many times this is a bingo one. bingo how many times will a writer or commentator of the game use the word backdrop, backdrop. in reference to this game as in the backdrop of Tom Brady, you know, like oh. in, in that context. Ooh. I've so already heard it twice this morning. Backdrop. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So he's been, by my count, Bill has already been asked four times yeah. about Brady coming back. He got asked again today. Yeah. He got asked on EEI, which was the best answer that he's going to give yeah. Yeah. about it. And he's been asked twice, last once last week, and then once on the uh, Zoom call on Monday morning. So we've we've already asked him four times. Now are we going to go for the fifth on Friday, or are we going to? Uh, we could get fifth Friday, then after the game Sunday. How was like, seeing how Tom? Was it? How was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. How was yeah. it? I know like, you got smoked, but what was it he, like just to see him like, up there? He's going to be like, I don't know, because I was in the locker room. I'm going to say it's going to be only if they win. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Uh, yes. If they lose, I don't think. Do you wish Tom was on the field for you? But if they win, it'd be always good to see Tom. Bring him back next week. Right. He's in the locker. How do we feel about a week one victory? He can come back every week. You know. Um, that's if they See, win. That's that's great. Like, it's okay that the other media can make fun of the other media, but when I do it, it's no, no, like, that's, you know, that's, that's well. I have to admit that Paul. it was mainly me that was pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> so just full Guys, disclosure. How many times? How many times? <laughs> because like, I, I'm, like I'm not going to be the one to ask that question. <laughs> a because I don't care, <laughs> right. but B also because like I let them handle asking the questions. But like, it's yeah. it gets to the point where it's just like, how awesome guys, like. How many more sound bites do we need? Oh yeah, it's great to it's gonna great be great. We got two of them now. It's gonna be great to have Tom back. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. But we got two of them. But that's where see that's where who is it? That's where the the TV guys screw it up. You know because like it's not always the writers. The TV guys have to get it on their camera. You know even if he said it last yesterday, I need to get it on my camera for my six o'clock news. You know him talking about Tom Brady, and so they ask the same questions oh, yeah. over and over again. When you know? when the when the it's big brutal. when the big media guy, the like on TV guys like Duke, when Duke, I remember Duke coming oh. down, you know, and they've got the coach, you know, they have like the very the capital the, the, J the, journalist, yeah, yeah, like that whole thing. Like I don't know, that's that, you know, there was one today that asked one of those questions, but they're just it's so you know. Coach, what do you think of the, you know, right. whereas like, you know, Rochi would just be like, you know, his little, his so stuff. So camp, huh? Yeah. yeah right. camp going? Talk about camp. You had so, a Rocky two question so, today. So do you like football? <laughs> <laughs> How great is it? Yeah. Uh, also, just curious. <laughs> curious. Uh, Andrew in North Carolina, it's absurd that people are complaining about the show within a show. <laughs> We're getting free content instead of ads, not to mention giveaways. It's a great service. Yeah. Anytime something changes. People will complain about it for a year, no matter how good the change is. 
Anyway, give the guys and gals who work on the show my thanks. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Honestly, I feel like that's an old people thing. Don't take offense. Like, how old? My old, like okay. my grandparents All old. Right, like, sh- they just hate change. Like, yeah. she will literally write a check at the grocery store forever, even though I'm like, use your card. <laughs> See, <laughs> as a person who's getting older, though, I find like a certain just like you get older and you're like, I like what I like and I don't care. I just mm. want to do what I like and I'm not like. Okay, I, but I, writing I checks like we can. No, no, that's, you know, there, no. there's there's a line. There's you a line. No, uh, there's a line, but there is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there is a, just a save, certain thing when you get older. You're like, save look, I don't need okay. to like try everything new. I like so, what I like. Save I'm a tree and save five minutes. Do, do you use your Apple Wallet? Like your yeah, yeah, yeah. So if cards completely went away and you had to use your Apple Wallet for everything, would you be annoyed? I would. You would. I Why? Would. Yeah, I don't because I don't like that. Why? I, I'm one of the people she's making fun of. I don't like change. No, that's different though, because that's that's two steps. Like checks are checks are two steps oh, removed. At I this haven't point, written right? I haven't <laughs> written a check for anything other than a gift for somebody yeah. in like 15 years. Yeah. Even like self checkout, she hates self checkout. Like, there will be nobody at self checkout, self-checkout. and she's like, I'm gonna go. Well, why don't you life. like just why? using your phone instead of a card? I don't know. What do you do at a restaurant? You You don't know? I don't know. It's safer. They just take your phone at a a restaurant? How would you do? Oh, yeah. They have now. I love the kiosks. They have now where on the receipt there's a QR code. You can can scan it and it's like clover or something like that. You give the tip right there, it's, boom, boom. It's you're fantastic. out. You don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. I, I like the app on yeah, the maybe phone. Maybe that's why I like that. Or at, uh, oh, where is it? Uh, Yard House. We like Yard House. They have the, like the, the kiosks oh, yeah. 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 at the table. Very easy to use. And I don't have to flag down the waiter for the yeah, check right. anymore. It's so much better. You can also better. order another beer. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, I love that service. Because we go to the one at Fenway a lot before Red Sox games, and like we might be, it might be time to go. Ready like to the go. game is 10 minutes You don't have to do the old. Right, and I don't have to like you know flag somebody down. It's just we're good. Let's go. Yeah. But Can a I? lot of places have those kiosks too. Yeah. I, I like those. Those are. Yeah. But I use my card. Yeah. But I don't have to wait for. But a but you know this is safer than using your card. How so? Because I'm not telling you it's not. I apparently, have no idea. it changes the number yeah. like every it's, time you it use it. It sends a token instead of the actual card number. Yeah. Uh, safety. It's wild. Okay. Yeah. So if they get my phone, they don't have access to my Apple. They no. still need your it's, your it's face. En- it's encrypted. Yeah. Encrypted. So if someone gets your phone, they couldn't purchase anything with it because they would still need to know your password or have your face. Yeah, but that's what hackers do, (laughs) right? Hackers get into your personal. I mean, nothing's infallible. Right. That's why I was wondering why it's safer. It's safer. Okay. I take your word for it. I know nothing about that. Especially at the pump. Like any place place where you swipe a card. You don't know if they're like reading it or whatever. The that's why you, that's why you go in to pay, right? Oh well, no, I, even even pay. They found people like you know how they have the the little machine. It's got the numbers, and you swipe it. Well, they found Skimmers. this one guy. Yeah, he had yeah. skimmer. You lifted it up, and there was another thing. So yeah. it was double reading. Always it. go in. Yeah. Always just go in to pay for your. But gas, if you never use your phone at the pump, I've never done that once. Or you can tap or use. Yeah, if you use your phone at the pump, there's no this number. Whole Eric argument that we had. <laughs> I've never gone into a gas I, station no, to pay. I don't think I've ever done that in my whole life. I think that that was not once. I've learned that the hard way. Someone has stolen my card number from the pump. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a big thing. And in taxi cabs. Yeah. That's dangerous. Well, can I can okay, I ask who one more uses question? taxis now? Uh, in New York, you do. Yeah. Well, uh, in Europe, you have to kind of. Yeah. You know. no they don't have Uber. In well, they Europe? do. I, I I shouldn't say that. Um, there they call it. New York City Uber. <laughs> I'll take a taxi Hans, over Hans Uber Hans, any Hans, day Hans, of the week. Yeah. Hans, well, they're easier to get. I will take easier a to get. And <laughs> well, yeah, but like if you're going. 
yeah. you know, certain places. Quick, can I ask you just quick? What's your current tip philosophy? Because I'm getting a lot of, and the machine's just going to ask you a quick question. Oh, like, right. You know, whenever I do uh, anything now, you, you always get asked a quick question it, it by the machine. It starts at like 25%. You have to hit <laughs> <Right>. custom. No, <laughs> but do, no, but I think what Mike is talking about is like anybody that goes out to dinner, you sit down, you you're doing so probably with an expectation you're going to give at least a 20% tip. Right. Yes. How about when you go to the bakery and you say, can I have uh, a dozen cannolis? Yeah. And the machine's going to ask you a question real quick. And you pay, they turn it around, and it's like tip 5%, 10%, right. 20%. I, like, I don't, I do, tip, I don't I do generally around. tip on that. I stuff. do custom $1. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I would be like, why bother? <laughs> no, if it's just, no, well, no, listen, if it's just, if it's just something at the counter and I'm buying it and they ask for, I'm, I'll give right. them a buck. So do you guys feel the same way? Do you not tip on stuff like uh, that? When it, if it's like something like you described, no. Yeah, like like if, if I'm like at a bar and I'm getting a drink, service. then yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. If you get a drink at a bar, someone's bringing you over. But even you know, still, like, a uh, big Nooner's kick, right? Right. Yeah, These big yeah, Nooner's yeah. kick. Yeah. Like, you crack the can. Like, was that, like, do I really need to give you a nice tip? <laughs> no, because, right. like, you grab the okay. can out of the cooler but and you crack I, I it. I do want to get these called, but what about <laughs> I go five What about takeout? Those. Like, five. so you go to a traditional restaurant, I, but you're, you're I, I taking do, it out. I do a little bit. Same thing. How much do you tip Takeout? Yeah. Nothing. I do a little bit. Nothing? Oh, you unless, really make unless they take it too. If they if it's no. delivery, there's still I, a, I tip out of my. There's still out a of my cook mind. involved, you know, and, and they somebody pull the has tips. to put it all yeah. together and bag it up for you. you. Still I, a, I do. You tip the back. I, I understand yeah. why no better people I don't. than us. Paul. I, I'll give him like ten or fifteen. <laughs> I'm a pretty yeah, generous. I I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to like tell you how, how great I. am. I'm a pretty generous tipper, but I don't. I work takeout at a restaurant, Marshside down there. Yeah, like and so I always, you know, there, there is some work that goes into it. So I, that's why I'm biased against it. But other stuff like. An ice cream place, like a little question for you, you know, like a buck, but yeah. I don't know. I just get an see. I'd be more apt tip to, on everything. I'd be more apt to tip a guy getting me ice cream because I think that's a lot harder than putting something Scooping in the box. Scooping it, you yeah. gotta like get in oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Those people, and especially shoulders. you get like a really popular, like Richardson's up my way yeah. get, is packed yeah. like throughout the summer. Crescent Ridge, yeah, and they work their butts off. Like yeah. I, I, I tip those guys. Yeah, yeah. kids but like crazy. I, you know, the cook is cooking it and. Someone put it in a styrofoam container. No, I know, like, but they pull the tips and they, <laughs> they tip the cook off their tip. You know, so you, if you don't tip, if no one tips, oh. the cook doesn't get oh, any tips. We never tip the cooks. No, we would always tip the, the busboys. You'd have to yeah, tip the busboys. So you're wasting your money. You think you're tipping one person and you're yeah, not. The cooks you're are on salary. You're, you're tipping someone who's doing absolutely nothing money. for you. Okay. Chefs. I don't know. All right. Let's go to the uh, Ace Ticket Hotline. Tyreek's <laughs> in South Carolina. What's up, Tyreek? It's like, hey, I'm going to light y'all up in two weeks. What? What's that? Hear from you guys again. Oh, right, good. I said, how are you guys doing today? Good. Hey, Jerry. Uh, it's good to, good to talk to you guys. I actually have the Patriots beating the Eagles, and the one reason why is crazy enough is just because I think the speed of the defense has been upgraded this year. And watching Marty play that last game, and I saw him just run across the field to the sideline to make that tackle. 19 miles an hour. I was like, wow, I've not seen that in so long. Okay. Listen, I hope you're right. Yeah. It is there. I just wonder how much it's going to translate. I mean, you know, where are the new pieces? Is Mapu going to play a bunch and that speed's going to translate to the game? You know, I think it might largely be the same kind of cast of characters That's last, my as biggest last year fear. with Gonzalez. That's my biggest fear is that they're going to just look at it like we brought 10 guys back from last year. Mm -hmm. Gonzalez is obviously going to play on yep. the outside. And Keon White's maybe in like a situational rotational yep. role, yep. and I'm concerned that Marty Mapu's not going to play at all. Yep, that's Mike's big yep. thing. He yeah. really bu killed my buzz yeah. a couple I of weeks ago. Killed his buzz yeah. just like that. Boom. All right, thanks, Tyreek. Um, let's go to Moises in Florida. What's up, Moises? 
Moises. Hello. 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 Nope. Okay. Dan in Virginia and Michigan. What's up, Dan? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we have time for what I was uh, originally calling about. So uh, We have 10 minutes. Fred, you mentioned, <laughs> Fred, you mentioned last week um, you sometimes ran the show out of a coat check closet and sometimes you had to pull double duty. If you did that with more recent members of the team, of the writing team, who would go to prison first, uh, Andy or Eric, if they had to check coats as well as write? Oh, Andy. Andy would go to prison, yeah. but Eric would uh, he'd get into arguments with people. You know? I think Eric would be more likely to go to prison for that reason. I think Andy would be pissed with you. I think Eric would argue and get in trouble with the people. Yeah, but I think he'd, he'd stop short of getting arrested. Andy wouldn't. No, Andy No, I, he'd go for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can be convinced. Yeah. Yeah, he, he convinced me. <laughs> yeah. why, is, why are we getting arrested for co- checking coats? Because that... It, Fred's right. Andy would be more likely to hit somebody. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, you know, hurry How up. How dare you? You know, like, sir, my wrong coat. Yeah. Boy. Is would it, you think you'd tip him? Would, would you tip Andy? Would you tip Andy? Is that no. it? Just a coat check uh, question? you have anything else? <laughs> I had something else, but yeah, I really don't think we have time. So uh, oh. let's go. Uh, Patriots is with that. the Eagles. It, yeah, I'm going to go okay. with that, too. Because if it was something Thanks, that deep that Appreciate you couldn't you. get it in 10 yeah, minutes. A lot to unravel. Lots to unpack. It's not like Dan. Well, we, have a, we have shows three days a week now, so you can call, call back, back tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. We'll dive into it. Uh, Speed again. He says, Mike, let's no, make a no. bet. If the Patriots win nine or fewer games this year, I buy lunch. But with 10-plus wins this year, you have to get a professional body wax. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that would. Uh, Are you willing a, to that do quite that? A job and it's expensive. That'd be expensive for me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll I'll pay for it. <laughs> I don't know if I, don't, I wasn't really paying attention. I don't I think I could do. I don't, Wait a minute. That's, that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. Ten wins would, and you have to get a full body wax. Full body, do you know? I, I, I wouldn't. I'd roll do that. the dice on that. I would not. I would need to be paid like a million dollars to get a full body. I mean, wax. it's a big job. It's that, a big job. It'd be expensive. Waxed? No, no, no. I mean. I, I, wow, <laughs> I know people who have. All I'm thinking okay. about is 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew, Kelly a, Clarkson! I knew a guy who uh, worked at a summer camp, and he, before the summer camp, he had to go. He would get the whole kit and caboodle. Oh, everything really? gone. Back? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was he a swimmer? I cannot imagine. No. 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 I mean, he had to be because he was on an island, but, <laughs> but it's only an island if you look at it from the water. This is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to abstain for that with speed, but I, well, but like sense. I feel bad that I'm letting speed down, that I'm being too negative, and you know I just you know I don't I don't want them to think that I I, I think they suck. I just you know I'm, I think they're kind of middling still, and you know that's where I come from with a lot of this stuff, and All so right. you know I'm not totally down. I still love the team. I want them to do well. Don't but don't don't. You're doing great. I feel bad. Don't walk uh, yeah, it back. No, I, I don't be, know. I feel like I'm letting no. my, my my positive friends down, but uh, you know, like I said yesterday, it's. This is what we've, we've been watching. Be you know, this you is what we've been watching. The team right. hasn't changed yeah. a lot. You have to be honest, and I want them to change my mind. But you have to be honest. You know. uh, Frederick says, "Mike, I see a 55-yard bomb down the sideline to Rager with a few minutes remaining. D holds. Patriots win a thriller, 27-24." <laughs> he could have so, said like that's anybody, that's but great. he picked I know, Rager. I know. So, so I, I was First thinking with Parker, if he if he doesn't play, then maybe we might see Booty. Um, Potentially. Do you want to see Booty? <laughs> I don't like the way this that question was <laughs> phrased because the way I have to answer it is interesting. Because I might have to get um. waxed and no. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Uh, you you you're wanted to you know, leave your key. <laughs> HR just called. 
You're out. Oh We're going to be doing booty jokes all year, though. Come on. See, uh, wait, have you guys seen the Twitter that's like Patriots Unfiltered No Context? Someone's probably clipping this right now, yeah. and it's going to put just oh. that part Do you want There is such a thing? Yes. Oh, boy. Where they just put clips with no context, and it is just very alarming. Well, Fred, you as a, as a newspaper guy, I mean, that would have been a caption at some point if you booty were to have call. a big game like booty. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, of course. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Nice booty. Yeah, by the way, did you get in trouble for the "Are you refing kidding me?" one? Is that what it no, was? No, but that that was we were um, on the line. Then. Yeah, no, it was a we, prank. Yeah, that was played on me. Yes. There was a FedEx oh, that came from the league office right, right, that right. said I was being fined five thousand dollars for Wait. criticizing the refs, and it was a all, all, it was a prank. Oh, that's a oh, great. Oh wow, one. that's a good one. Yeah, I was. It's the greatest thing. The Brian only Roy's reason ever done. the person fessed up because I said I'm calling the league. <laughs> Official envelope and everything. Like. I was pissed. I thought it was real. They they got me. Five grand, though. Wow. I would have got more. They got me. Did, but we did, did think about it? It, that cover for a while. Yeah. Fred came, That was Fred's cover. He yeah. came up with the idea. And me, me, like Andy and I was just like fell down like that's perfect. Yeah. Did they do it on April Fool's or no? No. No. Okay. No, 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 no. This was like the week after it happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, okay. we got screwed by the refs in Baltimore and it, the refs were on strike. So it was all the oh, replacement the, with refs. the Justin Tucker Bill, kick. Bill right? fought yeah. a guy. Or is it yeah. Billy yeah. So we, so we had a picture of the no, kick it's Justin Tucker's first yeah. going wide and first with, game with the caption, are you refing kidding me? I remember that. Yeah. And so then I got this FedEx from the league saying I'm being fine. I'm like, were you part of that? Yeah. They, no, no, Brian told me Brian after he had already it. done Wait, it. Wait, how did he get it? How did he make it say it was from the league? That's, that's crazy. Yeah, he, he, he did it. On Jonathan it. was in on it. Yeah, craft. <gasps> yeah. It's he a got, craft project. Yeah, that's like so Jonathan crafts. got him like the wording that how, like how it would be phrased and everything, and they got the legal like NFL stationery. Yeah. Like Brian did it really well, but he didn't tell me oh. until after he had already done it. So I it's stormed out of my office, and I was on my way to a meeting. I said, as soon as this meet, I'm calling the league and. So Brian freaked out because like, he I knew I was really going to call the league. And he's like, oh, I, I did it. I did it. He goes, I got to tell him. I go, no, no, no. Now not it's getting good. That's so good. It was a good one. I still have it. Yeah. I kept it. It was so good. How about the frustrating cover? That was a That was Parcells. Yeah. I got, you know. Oh, they're using bad words. No, I didn't use the bad word. I just implied it. Just implied it. Refing Kidami is implying it too. Yeah. Quick one. Raj from St. Louis. Quick game. Two. Uh, 2022 breakout team that regresses in 2023. Is it Seattle, the Giants, or the Vikings? Seattle, the Giants. Who regresses? The Vikings. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Those are the two. The Vikings and Giants are the two yeah. big ones. But I think the Vikings because they won so many fluky Yeah, I'm going Vikings year. as well. Vikings. Uh, young quarterback that will establish himself as a franchise guy. Pickett, Ritter, or Fields? Mac Jones. Pickett. He's not pick one it. of the selections. Well, that's rude. I go pick it. I go <laughs> I'm definitely going pick it. I go two gloves on that one. I'm going to go pick it on, out of those three. I don't know. Who yeah. was it? Ritter, Pickett, and Fields. Mac Jones. <laughs> I think Fields is going to be okay, too, but pick it out of those three. Uh, uh, vet that will fall into obscurity by the end of the season. Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, or Von Miller? Aaron Rodgers. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Von Miller. <laughs> DeAndre no, I Hopkins. Think, I think they're handling Von Miller perfectly. Yeah, just get he's him gonna ready. Yeah. Get like him yeah, ready. he'll never play. Yeah, right. no, no, no. Just he's like gonna sit out the first week month, 17. so he's ready to down the <laughs> week stretch. Week He'll play the last. Yeah. He'll play post Thanksgiving. Right, yeah. Could you yeah. could you ever see like Judon being used that way? No, not, not in these parts. Not for what we're paying him. I know they're paying Von Miller a lot, but we won't do that. Uh, first coach fired: Re- Rivera, Staley, or Stefanski? Staley. Stefanski. Stefanski. Definitely not Rivera. I don't know if I don't I don't know if Staley's gonna get fired. Did you guys see that stuff about Rivera not realizing how well Sam Howell had played yeah. last year? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
That's he, not practice. He needs a filter in his Coaching negligence, Mike. <laughs> Use <laughs> the right terminology. Sorry, too much legal talk he today. He needs a filter. All right. Uh, John Rook and the playbook is up next. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but first, let's talk stats. Bob's Discount Furniture has sofas that convert to sleepers when you're feeling sacked, mattresses that put you to sleep as soon as you touch down, and thousands of highly rated styles that keep the home team happy. Shop at Bob's, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots. All right. We will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, Patriots Playbook with John Rook is up next. Talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.